0: There are only a few of us that remember the strange days now. What touched this place cannot be quantified or understood by human science. It was just a color out of space, a messenger. From realms whose existence stuns the brain and numbs us with the gulfs that it throws open before our frenzied eyes. You're listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast.
1: It is episode one eight seven. Welcome to the Buzzkill podcast where today we visit the opposite ends of a modern master in.
0: What an absolute Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Director's Spotlight on Richard Stanley. Sorry.
1: almost had to fill it in for you there. James. yeah,
0: I, yeah we didn't uh we didn't talk about the entire the entire uh name of the episode, and my mind is like a, a st- well, it's a stupid person's mind. It's a it's a stupid person's mind.
1: <laughs> uh, what's going on, guys? I'm Mike. I'm Jim, and uh, we actually, for the very first time here, we are attempting a a digital hot seat, if you will. We're banging so this thing out of, in a three way. You know what I mean? Oh no, gonna, I'm sorry, yeah, that didn't sound right. Uh, I was actually I, going I, to make I, a porn <laughs> joke, and you just finished it for me. So <laughs> that's good. <laughs> hey, Jansy Pants is here. Hey, how's it going, guys? In the I, in I, the ver- in the virtual. Sorry, go ahead. I, I kinda liked what we were talking
2: about there for a second. Can we can we make that happen? Oh the I thought that uh, was part of the deal. Did, what the did three you, way? Yeah, yeah. the three way. Isn't that what we're doing?
0: Yeah, you can find gotta... us you can find us uh, you can find us on onlyfans.com slash <laughs> three guys one microphone. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> our, <laughs> our, <laughs> If we if we reach a thousand dollars because we're cheap, we go full human centipede. Oh. That's, that's the that's the. That's I get the to be payoff. in the middle. <laughs> I get to be at the end. Yes,
2: I've been wanting. I've been waiting for this moment. Oh boy! I've just,
1: I've just always wanted to shit in one of my friends' mouths. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> gross! I, I know my
0: I know my memory's not the best, but I'm pretty sure that's happened already.
1: What happens in your bedroom stays in your bedroom, James. Next, uh, you, you know. mean
0: you mean chlamydia? Because it's actually it's actually gone far beyond the reaches of my bedroom.
1: <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> this is this is actually the real reason why I'm quarantining. It has nothing to do with the coronavirus. <laughs>
0: Mike just cannot handle having chlamydia anymore. I just I
1: can't I can't. You want, you. you, you 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 walk in and it just sounds like somebody just got done singing the national anthem. It's just claps everywhere.
0: (laughs) Uh, Gonorrhea is the clap.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought thought it was a chlamydia. No, gonorrhea
0: is the clap because uh, when you, as far as as far as I know, the reason they call it the clap is because when you're sorry, this is about to get really disgusting, but it's just what it's just (laughs) what I've heard. Uh, Like so, back in the days before antibiotics. Your uh, your urethra would get like filled with pus and stuff, and the Mm -hmm. doctor would literally take your dick in his hand, like lay it in one hand, and then he would take his other hand and go, and did I spike it? Yep, spiked it. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) and you ever ever done that with a Twinkie? And it would like
1: (laughs) (laughs) the same
0: the same mechanics (laughs) apply. Yeah. Oh, geez, I'm spiking like crazy. I keep getting right up on my microphone because I'm so excited to be talking about STDs. I was say,
1: you're so <laughs> excited about the clap. Oh, Holy yeah, shit. dude. Amazing. Love oh, STD hey, talk. Chlamydia, gonorrhea, what does it matter? They both taste the same. How have you boys been doing this past week? <laughs> oh, just
0: lovely. You know, just lovely. Anything, uh, anything new? No, shut up, dude. Anything new? <laughs> anything.
1: I'll, 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 I was going to ask Jansen because I knew there was nothing with you. Jansen, well, anything new with you since the last time you were on the show? I'm no? a dad. Okay. Well, moving oh, on. Well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what'd you say, bud? I'm a dad now.
2: Yeah. Uh, my, my wife... Uh, Did you gave adopt
0: a puppy? A yes. a
2: fur baby? Yes. Yes, it's a fur baby. <laughs> Which, they are parts of the family, too, damn it. Yeah. Hey,
1: I saw, your, I saw your little child... <laughs> I saw your child yesterday, and Uh that child already has more hair than you, so... Yes,
2: yes. So, I actually... uh, I had extremely long hair for the longest time. Up until, I think, three weeks ago, I had been going on, like, six months without a haircut.
0: Do you have any pictures?
2: I do, actually. Oh. Allie went and clipped my hair and all that. It was my idea. I was like, babe, I want you to do everything you can to recreate my normal haircut. And I want, I want, I just want you to do the, your best. And she looked at me and she's like, "I'm going to do a bad job." I was like, "No, no, that's fine. That's the point." <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted a really bad quarantine haircut. And I know it's kind of hard to see over this, but right here, there's just a little curve where she didn't
0: quite get this edge straight. And it's, it all—it all looks pretty good from where I'm sitting.
2: Yeah, it doesn't look bad. What? She gave—I <laughs> haven't had a high and tight since college, but she gave me a really solid high and tight.
1: God, it's been so many years since I've had anything high and tight. I think
0: college is where I had my first <laughs> high and tight. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're always experimenting in college. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, enough about your haircut. How's your kid? Uh, she she's wonderful. <laughs> like
2: honestly, the past few days have been really she's good. high and tight. <laughs>
0: oh my oh, god! <laughs> I, I don't like. Given that. what we were just joking about, <laughs> that's over the line. <laughs> I was literally here's, just here's, James. Here's James the, in the line middle of, and here's Mike. <laughs> James is in the middle it. of
1: drinking the rest of his beer. I was just trying to get him to do a spit take, and it didn't work. <laughs> I, no, I,
0: what all you did was it was have you ever tried to make a disgusted face while you're drinking? It's this. <laughs> my face still drank the beer
2: my face i got really flushed when you said that i'm feeling a bit (laughs) weird about my face is still really warm uh but uh so she's two months old at this point and she had her first round of vaccinations the other night and she just was like like she was uncomfortable and she was in pain because she she got three shots like all like all in her legs so she was super uncomfortable and she uh was feeling sad and for the, I was holding her and she just dug her face into my chest and just sobbed and she cried herself to sleep for like 45 uh, minutes and then I just held her. And since you ever think
1: perhaps that she was crying because she had her face smashed into your chest and she couldn't breathe uh, I uh, like so I'm sitting there the whole time trying to like
2: put like turn her head like I'm literally grabbing the top of her head and trying to twist it and she's like no fuck you dad doing that and well, that uh, sounds painful <clears throat> like I didn't I want her to breathe and every time I tried to move her away she would just dig in there maybe that's but why since... she
0: was crying is because you kept digging your thumb into her temple <laughs>
1: Oh Lord. Maybe... So, so 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 I am so Jansen, such a bad father. So Jansen Braylee. was Jansen was telling me the other day that he misses having people around because if there was people around and he was parenting wrong, they could tell him what he's doing wrong. So he's he's afraid that he's being a bad parent because no one's told him if he's doing it right or wrong. So we have an obligation here to tell him he's doing everything wrong.
0: Well, step <laughs> step one, avoid the temples with your thumbs. I mean, that goes without that goes without saying, though, right? So I
2: shouldn't just dig my <laughs> fingernail in there? No, that's, that's, a big,
0: that's a big no-no, believe it or not.
2: Yeah. <laughs> but long story, it, it, story that I was already wrapping up, like, we bonded quite a bit then, so, like, she's just been super smiley and playful the past few days with me, oh, and good. it's just, it's been awesome. Like, I'll sit there, and I'll just make stupid faces at her, and she's, like, starting to smile and, like, kind of half laugh, and she's imitating my face. Faces. it's it's so cool and so it it's it's really cool i look forward to at some point when other people can finally meet her because she's met i think eight people in her entire life at this point she's been alive for two months yeah so <laughs> looking forward to all this being done
0: you know it's it's almost it's almost uh kind of nice for you guys in a way though because mm. Don't get me wrong, I love everybody in my life, but the first the first month or so or the first couple weeks of having a new kid and having to having to have like a hundred people come into your house, it's not that fun. Because no. I, I I uh I don't like people that much. <laughs> I love my family. I love everybody I I love everybody, and I also don't love everybody at the same time. It's <laughs> like you guys don't need to be in my house, you know? It's like there there will be pictures on Facebook. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not I'm not much of a Facebook poster because I hate baby oh, dude, spam.
0: I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't really post that much on Facebook about my and kids I, either. I, it, I if, talked. It feels like it feels like you're like you're. I guess yeah, baby spam's kind of the best way to put it.
1: You Fe- keep saying baby spam, and all I'm thinking of is what you have to change a couple times a day. Oh, <laughs> 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 couple times. <laughs> it's much more than a couple my friend 19 it doesn't come up i suppose it doesn't come out in a nice block shape either does it no <laughs> a nice
0: a nice hammy block <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever had have you heard? have you had spam before spam's delicious is I it really spam. i've never spam, actually, yeah. i've never actually had it before Oh, dude
1: you cut it up you cut it cut it up into small chunks and you pan fry it yeah oh it's oh. amazing is it or really you, or Would make
2: it, like yeah. nice slices, pan fry that, throw it on a sandwich, still hot. Oh my god! Well, we're, what it we're talking
1: about the Canadian, the Canadian uh, mac and cheese with putting ketchup on the mac and cheese. But so Canadian. Put, uh, those those fried spam cubes in mac and cheese. Oh. fucking divine! Who needs lobster? Wow. Who needs lobster mac when you got spam mac? <laughs>
0: mm.
1: I'm I'm I'm, se- I'm dead serious. Yeah, dude, yeah. you think I'm joking?
0: <laughs> dude, I, I was, it's weird. Like I know that I know we went to Hawaii, and for some reason. Spam is, oh, it's everywhere there, is yeah. huge in Hawaii. Like that you'd go like to a you'd dish. go to a bar and they'd have like a spam sandwich on the on mm-hmm. on the on the uh, menu. And I always thought about getting one, but I was like, spam. Huh? Oh,
1: <laughs> nothing nothing says beautiful tropical island like fucking spam, <laughs> like
0: like potted <laughs> meat product. <laughs> oh man!
1: Oh, I love it. Mm. Anyway. Um, so, so that's, that's it. You're just, you're just a dad. That's all you, that's all you've had going on. That's it. Oh, it, no, and nothing, my... nothing truly important.
2: Oh, the, well, <laughs> my, my kitchen got destroyed, but you. It,
1: oh, you're it, renovating it, aren't you?
2: Not, not willingly. We had a big drain leak and we have, our kitchen's been like partially demoed for five weeks now and now. Oh, lovely. Yeah. I, I'll send you guys pictures sometime. We have no cabinets, no countertop, no tile anywhere. No, it's all the way down to the subfloor. What? And uh yeah.
0: Where are you so where, yeah, you cook where are you preparing food and mess? Well and... the
2: the stoves in there, we, we have the sink still up and then the dishwasher's freestanding and I just have a table in there that I'm preparing stuff on, but I'm still cooking he's, all the meals. He's just
1: he's just putting steaks and uh in like freezer bags and then cooking them in the dishwasher. He's just turning it on like a super high heat uh wash. Hey, that's sous <laughs> that's that's vide. that's not a bad idea.
0: <laughs> that's how it works. I wonder if that would actually work. Would that oh, work? Look,
1: there was a um, MythBusters cooked a lasagna in a uh, in a dishwasher one time.
0: And did they do it?
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah,
0: and it worked. You can actually 100%. cook a lasagna in a dishwasher.
1: They did. I think they had to put it on for like three or four cycles, but yeah.
0: Wow, It Amazing. absolutely worked. I'll tell you what, man. Fun times. It's the quite, more you know, man. It's quite a world we live in. They'll make the most tender hey, steak.
1: If this COVID, if this COVID <laughs> keeps up, we're all gonna be cooking in our dishwashers pretty soon because everything's gonna be done. <laughs> We're, what's what's the logic what? behind that? <laughs> Everything's uh, gonna be done. Natural gas is gonna become ex- <laughs> like no more. You're not gonna be able to get electricity because everyone's dead. Nobody can run the electricity plants. What but, are you gonna do? Cook your cook your steak with nuclear power.
0: But the huh? but the water <laughs> treatment
1: plants will still be up and running. No, the water is going to be shit too, but you're cooking it in a plastic bag, so it doesn't matter. Okay,
2: that's fair. Yeah. I forgot that right. COVID is just Captain Trips outside of a Stephen King book,
3: so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. Anyway, yeah, um, have you yeah, had I anything going done. on, Mike? You you had no, you not really. your your boss became a meme over the past oh, week. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, oh my god, yes, you're yeah, right. There's a huge yeah, thing. You're, so, you're welcome for for uh, bringing yeah, that up. Yeah, thank you.
1: Listen, I'm trying to not think about work as much as possible because I'm pretty sure they're going to be killing everybody in the next week. Oh. We're reopening the churches this week, which is a, the stupidest, most absurd idea <laughs> in the world. Probably not so and a great idea. It, it comes comes from on high that it is, apparently it's some sort of church law that you cannot receive communion with uh, coverings on. So they're saying that you, in order to enter the church, you have to have on a mask and gloves sit six feet away from everybody, you know, all the standard procedure. However... When you are going up to get your communion, you have to take your gloves off and your mask off to get communion. Completely defeating the entire fucking purpose of wearing it to begin with.
0: That seems counterintuitive. It's so stupid. It is so <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid. What the fuck?
2: um, it,
1: There is no theology
2: behind that whatsoever. No, no,
1: none. Even the even the uh, even the Pope in the Vatican celebrated mass with gloves and uh, masks on. Well, so so apparently well, wait, it's good so, enough for the pope, so, so, but it's so, not good enough for the archdiocese of of here. Oh, whatever. so
0: so it's it's the it's the Detroit archdiocese that's that that's coming from. They are mm. they
1: are choosing to implement. The can't rule the now.
0: can't the pope fucking overrule it or
1: something? He's like the 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 dude. The, the pope's like Magilla. The, <laughs> the pope's like Detroit. I thought they wiped each other out a long time ago. <laughs> he, <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, boy. Well. <laughs> Um, anyway though, no, but, uh, anyway though, if you, if you did see the news though, my, uh, my boss became uh, an overnight internet sensation being the priest with the squirt gun blessing people on Holy Saturday. It was literally <laughs> everywhere. It was on the Today Show, People Magazine, TMZ. Oprah Magazine, TMZ, Buzzfeed. Um, he just did, or he has coming up interviews with, uh, talk shows in France, Germany, and the Philippines. Are you serious? It's, it's, it's <clears throat> fucking stupid. It is. It has been the craziest media thing. And this is how you know he made it. He was on the Daily Show with uh, not not John Stewart. Why Trevor Noah? Uh, Trevor Noah. And Trevor Noah just made fun of the whole thing. And I was like, yes. <laughs> my 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 soul was cleansed a little bit. <laughs> um, you know what's weird though? We is, were on the Daily Show.
0: You know what's weird though? There's a there's a priest in I want to say it was Spain. I can't remember exactly where it was. This guy was way way better than Tim because uh, oh can I say his name on the oh yeah the whole oh. fucking world knows what his name is. <laughs> um, he, this guy was way better because not only so Tim Tim got in trouble from the archdiocese because he was squirting people in the face.
1: Well, he didn't get in trouble. It, the and let me let me rephrase this just but, in case because I don't I don't want to be starting rumors. He I got the impression that they weren't exactly thrilled about it.
0: Well, he was yeah. 'Cause he was shooting. That people that's, that's all.
1: Nothing nothing ended up happening. No one actually said anything. They should have I got the intention. All these people should
0: have interviewed this this other priest because he is like a he's like a young, cool priest. Well, I mean, you know, like he's, as young He's a real cool guy. As as young and cool as a priest can be. And he had a full on like super soaker, like a like the uh what was the super the this the the original, like the twenty. Do you remember that PS twenty PS twenty with the, PS20 PS20 with the yeah with the little green bottle? Mm-hmm. He has one of those, and he's literally just spraying it over the entire congregation. And he's been doing it for a long time. They yeah, should have. They should have interviewed that guy. He's way cooler. But, but there was
1: no COVID back then. Everything's cooler <laughs> with COVID, James. <laughs> Everything's cooler <laughs> with COVID. Oh, you know what, that, dude? That's Speak... that's the new tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's cooler with COVID. Speaking of <laughs> speaking
0: of COVID, just the name COVID. Uh, not much interesting has happened to me, so I won't talk about my life. But uh, I'm part of this group on Facebook called, um, well, it used to be called uh, Party Like It's COVID nineteen ninety nine. Okay. And it was basically just I I think it's all Michigan people, and there's like forty three thousand members, and it, it's okay. basically like they said you can you can just. You can live stream. You can do whatever you want. Like show, like they would do side hustle, side hustle Sundays, and they would like, like say, "What do you guys do?" Or like show me pictures of your pets and blah blah blah. And then eventually, it just kind of morphed into like chicks, chicks showing their pussies off and talking about their OnlyFans websites. Um, what's
1: it? What's this page called? It's called. It's called.
0: It's called party like it's COVID nineteen ninety nine. Except for today, the administrator changed the name to God is a pterodactyl. And it's amazing. People, what? the people in the group lost their fucking minds, dude. Like, Why? I, I don't know. That's what I like. I wanted you guys to weigh in on this. They well, we'll have people to do, we'll people have to do were people afterwards. were literally like people were literally like I. I can't be a part of this group anymore because it's spiking my anxiety. Every time I get on, I think I'm going to look at COVID-1999 and I see this other stupid name and like one dude is like, God is absolutely not a pterodactyl. He is omnipresent. And he is omni, <laughs> and he's and he's like I have to leave this blasphemous. I'm like, dude, you've been looking Please at pictures of me. girls. You've been looking at pictures of girls showing their pussies for the past six weeks, and you said <laughs> nothing. But now they now they turned it into God as a pterodactyl, and you have to leave because of because they're blasphemers. Like Please send any, that to me, dude. Well, just any, go any just hope. go on Facebook and look up God as a pterodactyl. You'll find it immediately.
1: It's I like, feel like any hope of Jansen showing this episode to any of his church friends just went right out the window.
0: Why? Because I've said because <laughs> I've said pussy and God is a pterodactyl in the same sentence. <laughs> but no, God dude. Had, but God has a sense of it's, humor. It's, it's, he, it's literally it's literally been the f- it's it's been the topic of conversation in in this in this group for the entire day. Like people are honestly offended. They're like, can you please send me an email telling me why? It, it, like, if you have an actual reason for why you would change the name of this group, it's like, dude,
1: shut up. Be, like, name. If I was the admin, I'd be like, if I was the admin, I'd just be like, listen, here's the reason why. I am God, and I identify as a pterodactyl. Shut the fuck up.
0: Oh, the guy who started it said, uh, please, please, um, please send all of your questions to God is a pterodactyl at... at a hotmail or something like that. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> and he said he's just been getting hate mail from people all day long, like yeah, hundreds and hundreds of emails. So it's just fucking ridiculous. People are hey, so. If
1: it's gonna, if it's gonna stop all these same people from marching on our capital, then that's good. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> there's, there's been anyway. Yeah, there's been plenty well, of talk about that, that was, too. So,
1: speaking of God <laughs> being a pterodactyl, let's get us some corrections. Oh, hey, okay.
3: Stupid. Oh, so
1: stupid! All right, uh, a couple of corrections for this week, uh, James. I'm actually really disappointed in you on uh, the first one here. Okay, because um, you should have known this right off the top of your head, and I don't know why you didn't. <clears throat> You're failing your family. That's all I'm gonna say.
0: Okay, hold on. Just say what it's about, and then let me guess. I haven't. I, I haven't actually listened to the episode because I. You hate, said that I something was no. Us.
1: You said that something was no longer available. Mm-hmm was it and this is now bo- and this is now boring so i'm just going to continue on is it bud
0: <laughs> is it bud ice or something like that you
1: you said that bud ice was no longer available we said bud ice is was bud no ice available is bud ice still available 100% <laughs> i almost bought some today to give to you to prove it to you oh you know what i was
0: thinking of <laughs> i was thinking of bud dry
1: yeah bud, bud been dry gone is since gone but dry is gone like okay the 80s yeah, yeah. and also i guess bud dry.
0: i guess it, it, and I'll, I'll issue another uh <laughs> Correction, just off the top of my head here, um, we were talking about natural ice last last week, and I said something about natty daddies. Natural yeah. ice and natty daddies are very different. Yeah, because a different kind of beer. Because natural right. ice is like five point five percent. Natty daddies are like nine percent.
1: Ooh, fuck that! <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that's Screw what la- that. and that's
0: what laser daddy chugs. <clears throat> It's it shitty,
1: it's not, not only is it shitty beer, but it's going to fuck you up shitty beer. Oh, dude. That's just a bad, yeah. that's a bad no. recipe. Yeah. When I went to, bad when I went to give it. him
0: the uh sword sheath that I wrapped in leather for him and we, we chugged.
1: Don't call his wife that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey. hey. We, ch- we chugged, we chugged two of those things, dude.
1: Oof. Yeah. God. I'm happy. I'm almost happy I didn't come with you. No, you're not. I'm it was a good,
0: dead. it was a good time. We got to go see him All sometime. All
1: right. All right, moving on here. Uh College Humors, uh, we were talking about College Humor and yeah. you we couldn't you thought one of them was shut down. Yeah. Uh, College Humor's actual website did shut down due to funding being pulled. However, yeah. they do still have a YouTube presence as well as a presence on a streaming site called Dropout. So oh, okay. technically speaking, it still exists. It's just not the way that it not used the way, to. It's a yeah. much smaller uh, entity now. Right, on, right, right. Uh, and then also, um, I said that Zombie Lake was an Italian-type zombie movie last week, and it had, like, the faulty style zombies and stuff, and I was so completely wrong, I don't know what I was thinking of. Zombie Lake, I was listening to the episode back today, and I said that, and my first reaction was, no, it's not. <laughs> like, what the, what the <laughs> fuck was I talking about? Zombie Lake is this awful, awful movie where the zombies just look like they have, like somebody squirted uh, a tube of green face paint into their hand and then just wiped it on their face. Like, that's how bad it looks. It's I, I, I
0: literally have no idea what it is. So yeah, it's it's horrendous, I'll take your it word for
1: not it. it is not an Italian zombie movie. So, <laughs> okay. or at least not like those. But uh, anyway, that's all I got. All right. Those are your those are your corrections. Well, alrighty then. Uh,
0: this week we are talking about if you didn't pick it up from the which you might not because it's very vague. Uh, what's the right. right. Oh, oh, spotlight? Oh, 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 we Stanley did say sorry. Yeah, we yeah I forgot that we said <laughs> director spotlight because like I said my mine is the. Mind of a stupid person, and I didn't realize that I had actually said that at the end of it. The, but, the best uh, part
1: about this is, for the last two weeks, <clears throat> uh, he's been looking at me and pointing to his head and going, "Steel trap! This is a steel trap!" I keep telling you. <laughs> and then today, it's just like there's a hole in the side of when it, 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 and everything. When falling it comes out. to
0: certain things, it's a steel trap. You would you, you you might say that you might say that my brain on this episode has been covered in a. Purple Haze, hey, which, which coincidentally beer, is my... the name of yeah. our beer tonight. Where are you going? Both of you, you are leaving? Beer. Oh, for fuck's sake. Jeez. Just throwing me to the wolves here. Okay, so tonight from Abita Brewing Company comes Purple Haze Raspberry Lager, uh, brewed by Abita, Company, Abita Brewing Company, LLC. Abita Springs, Louisiana. It's 4.2% alcohol by volume. And uh, it's made with squirrels, which is interesting. And also it's, it's raccoons. squirrels, you say? <laughs> yes. And sometimes when you... Did Jansen leave you at the same time that I did? Yeah, you guys left at the what same the heck? time. <laughs> he literally... <laughs> he saw you taking your head Hold on, hold on, wait, hold on. Uh, and when the sun comes up, sometimes uh, they have to make sure that the children are not being exposed to the sun because they literally shrivel up like raisins and and they explode which is weird yeah. and then they the and then they're nuclear, eaten by uh, the squirrels yeah
1: it's that natural nuclear energy that's inside them when they're born right yeah exactly yeah. Well, so it's are
0: we? so it's almost like it's almost like um it's almost like that Toby Hooper kind of movie like, spontaneous combustion
1: oh yeah but when they, but when in they real drop life. The turtles but in real they drop life. The turtles into the ooze and they became ninjas that one right that spontaneous, y- spontaneous Ninja Turtle combustion.
0: Yes, the very same yep. one. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, you're all caught up, Jansen. I'm assuming. Wait. Caught up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, ca- caught up. Caught up on what?
1: Y- yes. You're ca- yes, you're
0: caught up on this conversation. I'm assuming. Yep. I I have no I idea got up- what you're talking about, but. <laughs>
1: I tried to sneak away to go grab my beer while the two of you were talking, and I come back, and you were gone.
2: <laughs> I, I, I thought he was... You fucking... <laughs> I thought he was reading the thing. What, is uh... it amateur hour over here? <laughs> I thought he was going to be reading the thing, so I was like, I'll sneak off real quick, too. We'll make this
0: nice and smooth. You guys are just awful. All right, so this is Purple Haze Raspberry Lager. The flavor profile... Uh, wow, they got a lot of... it. This is one of those rare ones where... All of the information hey, you could ever want is right here on the box.
1: I'll save you the trouble, James. The flavor profile is just purple. Oh. Oh, <laughs> it's just purple. Okay. Uh, it's like purple drink.
0: Oh wow, look at that. It's very hazy. Can you see? No, you probably it's can't. Like pur-
1: it's like purple, uh, what is it? Purple Kool Aid. It just tastes like purple. Done. <laughs> it's it's uh, it? it's just what what flavor is that?
0: Purple. <laughs> Uh, Purple purple Haze. Clouds of real raspberries swirl in this tart and tantalizing lager brewed with pilsner and wheat malts, along with Vanguard hops. Let the scent of berries and this hazy purple brew take your taste buds on a harmonious journey inspired by the good vibes and free spirit of New Orleans. Um, New Orleans. New Orleans. And then we got some more on the box here. So, water. Abita is handcrafted using the pristine artesian water of Abita of springs louisiana uh it's use uh, they use a german lager yeast the malt is pilsner and wheat the hops are vanguard uh style raspberry lager color purple haze love a bond rating i have no idea what that is but it sounds cool is an 8 there is bitterness there's ibus 13 sediment. ibus yeah that's 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 real that's real raspberry my man uh oh, food dang. pairing food pairing you ready for this oh yeah look at that i am Purple haze is best served with salads or light fruit desserts such as soufflés or chiffon cakes. Many people enjoy it with chocolate desserts. This raspberry lager pairs well with certain cheeses such as ripened brie or any dessert made with mascarpone. Wow. I would do you like would mascarpone. you Would you like to would you like to know a little bit about the about Louisiana's original craft brewery?
1: I very much would.
0: Since 1986, Abita Brewery has handcrafted signature lagers and ales imbued with the uh, irrep- irre- irrepressible spirit and soul of New Orleans. Each sip irrepressible spirit and soul of New Orleans. Each sip is a testament to the celebratory culture and vibrant flavors of the region, made v- uh, there's a crease in the box. Made for the way we love to live. Come experience Abita and join in the revelry with an up close and personal tour of the brewery. Visit our website and details
1: for details and directions. Yeah, maybe so I will come I've, down
0: your way and uh, so I'll
1: take a, a tour. I'll take a tour. You so I have had this before. Oh, and wonderful. um. It's been a, it's been a little while. If I remember correctly, it's got a super strong flavor, like you, really strong, like, almost you, like um, almost candy strong. If I remember correctly,
0: it smell. I just smelled it. It reminds it, me yeah, of uh, Rubeus from uh, Rubeus. What is it? Is that founders? 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 Rubeus.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah. It's. Uh, um, do you guys save. both
0: have glasses to put yours in? Mm. Yes, sir. What about you, Joe? Oh, for fuck's sake! Well, now I'm gonna <laughs> now I'm gonna leave you guys. Now I'm going to leave you and go get a glass, and you guys can talk about squirrels and stuff. Come on, man.
2: I've, I've had this glass waiting for me. Like, when we were getting things set up and we tested this the other day, I was like, you know what? I'm going to dig out one of the glasses. I'm gonna, this is going to be an event because i i think i mentioned this before <laughs> this, is, I
1: per- this is what parenthood does to you hanging yes. out with your friends and drinking beer is now an event <laughs> it is and
2: that combined with the fact like i think i mentioned this on the show i pretty much quit drinking back in october like yep. this will be my fifth drink since october oh shit and, are, it,
1: are, are we just a bad influence on you? Is that what No, no, no.
2: It's, uh, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I don't want to keep it in the house because like if it's in the house, I'm going to be drinking it. And I don't want to be sitting there and like trying to comfort a baby crying and being like, it's okay, baby. It's, oh my gosh. I got such a, I'm so drunk right now. I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't.
1: I don't think that having one drink is going to make you so drunk that you can't hold your baby.
2: (laughs) It's not, but I don't want, there have been times where I've sat there and like, I like whiskey more. That's my favorite alcoholic beverage. And there have just been nights where I've been sitting there and I take a sip, I take a sip, I take a sip. And then I stand up and I'm like, whoa, like you guys have had that happen, right?
1: yes um i'm I'm not a giant pussy so no (laughs) well
2: that's just hurtful
0: it's it's also not true (laughs) yeah i know because i've seen mike do that many many times So it's more times like that that I'm worried about.
2: Like honestly, if I have a beer every now and then, if I buy a six pack of beer and like have that every every now and then, that'd be fine. <clears throat> it's just the whiskey that happened a few. Well, that, that just happened more often, especially during the summer
1: around the bonfire. You are the ying to our yang because we do not practice that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cheers, Jump cheers, Seaters. boys. Dink, kinky. Yep. Super wow. strong flavor. It's good though. It's delicious. It's
0: actually I, I was the, um, I was actually expecting it to be even stronger considering the the smell, how strong it smells mm-hmm. of raspberries. But yep. it's not uh it's not crazy strong. The ra-
1: the raspberries taste Allie like might raspberries. Like this. Um I wish that the uh, beer was more purple though, you know. they would be good for for the uh, episode today if it was like <laughs> a bright purple beer. That would be awesome. Uh, anyway i
0: don't don't think i want to drink a bright purple beer Uh, Yeah. yeah so uh anyway that's what we're drinking that's what we're talking about let's get into the bleed feed
1: Alright guys, uh, let's get into some news here. Uh, not a heck of a whole lot, or a whole heck of a lot, as James would say.
0: <laughs> not as James would say, as the entire country would say. As as the world would say. Except from you. Except for you.
1: Uh, let's see here. We do have one death this week. Uh, rest in peace to John Mahone. Uh, John Mahone was in uh, a couple of very, very small, uh, not very well known horror movies. Uh, one uh, is called The Exorcist. Uh, one is called uh, never, the, never the people under the stairs. No, I've never heard I've of I've not heard of any of these. Never heard of either one of um, those. Um yeah, no. Uh, John Mahone, uh, he passed away at the age of 82 uh earlier this month actually. So this is a little bit of a later uh um uh, report coming out uh from <laughs> There from you him. go. <laughs> Sorry. So I told these guys off air, I'm literally reading the news as we go here, because I got to this so late today, so apologies if I'm uh, a little bit uh, stumbling through this. What were you doing but, uh, he, for
0: the first hour that we were sitting here?
1: Getting my notes together and doing everything else. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I was working on it, don't you worry. Right. Um, anyway though, John John Mahone, who appear, uh, who appeared in both of those films, uh, died at the age of 82. Um, he, pl- he played the language lab detector, or director rather, in, uh, in The Exorcist. Uh, it's. I think it's a smaller part because it doesn't come to my mind automatically, but um, he, uh, let's see here, oh, that was his very first film role, so yeah, so it would have been a smaller part. Oh. Uh, he was also in Wes Craven's People Under the Stairs, appearing in episodes of uh, The X-Files. Uh, ooh, Angel. I do love Angel. Um, anyway, though, he uh, Yeah, he passed away uh, earlier this month, uh, so rest in peace to John Mahone, um, he contracted, it says here, at 12, he contracted polio. So it does not say here what he actually passed away of, but uh, at the age of 82, it's uh, it's a pretty full bag that he lived. So mm, a pretty full bag that he lived. It's, pretty, it's a pretty full bag. You know, if life was a bag, it's a pretty full bag, it's right? It's pretty full, yeah. I'm trying to make it work, James. If it's not working, just, you know, whatever. Oh, well, it works. Uh, anyway, it like works. I said, <laughs> rest in peace to John Mahone. Um, okay. Like I said, we're really light on news this week, actually. Um, apparently, coronavirus is still just making everything just slow. There's not a whole lot of news coming out. Um, over, uh let's see here. Producer of Jurassic World Dominion, uh, he's hinting that Jurassic World Dominion will not be the end of the franchise, and that they could do more Jurassic, I guess, Jurassic something, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, whatever you want to call it, uh, more in the future, which is super, super exciting. Um I don't know about you. I'll take dinosaur movies forever.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. I'm actually what uh so Jurassic World was the first of the like the new yep. the new movies, and right? And then there's and Jurassic then, World Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Is that and the only Dominion. other one that's come up?
1: Yeah, Dominion is okay. is forthcoming. Yeah,
0: I haven't I haven't seen Fallen Kingdom yet. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm always down for more dinosaur movies. Why I, why wouldn't you be?
1: Exactly, I liked Fallen Kingdom. Um, it kind of, to me, Fallen Kingdom had the same reputation that I think The Lost World had with Jurassic Park. Yeah, I actually really liked The Lost World. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that movie gets a lot of slack, but it does. Yeah, I mean, what's what's not to like about Vince Vaughn trying to capture dinosaurs for the government? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. I mean, I mean come on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um I I, no, I, I think actually when do... you I
0: think like when you compare it to the especially the original Jurassic Park, you know, it doesn't really hold a candle to it. But in the grand scheme of things, it's still a fun movie. Uh-huh. Talking well, about Jurassic World? Uh no, um Fallen Kingdom. Not no no not Fallen Kingdom. Oh. Uh Dominion. Dominion. No, 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 The Lost World.
1: Yeah, oh. Lost World yes. Dominion.
0: Yeah. Is that what you're talking
1: about? What?
0: The Lost World Dominion? I thought it was Jurassic Park. Oh, I'm
1: sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Wow. So this this is what happens when I don't have my news done. I'm trying to read and catch up while you guys are talking, and I'm literally smashing together what I'm reading and what you guys are saying. Your brain doesn't work. I dude, this has been this has been like the week from hell in terms of like getting work back up to normal. Like I go back full time next week because you know I'm essential. No, I'm not. But um, everybody's so this week is this week has been kind of crazy for me at work. So I did not have time to get my stuff together. This guy's unprepared. Um, anyway though, uh, don't you don't you go
0: to work at noon every day? Shut
1: up, James. (laughs) You shut your, you I'm shut your I'm sorry. If I can't <laughs> call you out on that,
0: then there's, there's nothing I can do. Uh,
1: producer, producer Frank Markle, uh, Markle, Frank Marshall, uh, told uh, a news, uh, news reporter that, uh, uh, this is the start of a new era. The dinosaurs are now on the mainland among us. They will be for quite some time. And that, uh, yeah, basically this new Dominion movie is kicking off a whole new era of Jurassic, whatever movies. Like Jurassic States, State of State of Jurassic. So what, is what the you, so we could you call a new uh, series? Uh, in, uh,
0: not installment. Uh, what the hell do you call it? Trilogy. No, a the new like new, when they new phase.
1: Phase sure isn't that
0: what they do is that that's what they do with the uh, Marvel movies, isn't it? Like phase sure, one, yeah, phase two, phase three. Yeah,
1: each phase had like twelve movies in them. Sure. <laughs> These are these are three. They're just they're just trilogies at this point. But yeah. what would you call what would you call the next trilogy of Jurassic movies, though? So you had Jurassic Park, then you had Jurassic World. Like Jurassic Universe, dinosaurs in space. Dude, I'm Jurassic, fucking in. I'm di- in for that. County. Dinosaurs in space? I'm in for some ju- dinosaurs ju- in ju- space. Jurassic County. It's literally yes. just reruns of dinosaurs. <laughs> Jurassic County. <laughs> Not the mama. <laughs> <laughs> dude, can you imagine can you imagine a show like Dinosaurs that was made in the style of something like The Office? It would be fantastic. Oh. It would be absolutely to, fantastic. They
2: they did that with the Muppets for a little bit, and it was one of the funniest,
0: best I TV shows I've love, ever seen. Like the, dude, yeah, the new the new was, muppet show that came out like five years ago or something like that. yeah dude that was, it cool. was so good.
1: it was so adult. That I think that it flew over the heads of a lot of people, but the jokes were so like funny and sophisticated, and they were it was yeah. hilarious. Yeah, and then it got canceled after one season. I was so pissed.
2: I was so mad. I I've never liked the Muppets before, but when what? I saw the trailer for that, I'm like, I'm down for this. You
0: never liked the Muppets? No,
2: I I was a weird kid.
0: I, well, I'll, hey, we'll no, his, well, hey, his say, word, say no more. You were a weird kid. <laughs> That's
2: all we need to know. I'll write this down and unpack it with my therapist. Okay. (laughs) So I didn't like the Muppets.
0: And even your therapist is going to go. He's going to write in his little notepad. Fucking psychotic. He's
1: just gonna. He's just gonna look at you and just like, yeah, I can't help you. Yeah, this is. uh, You're you're too far gone. Your your problems.
0: (laughs) I I only went to twelve years of school, and your problems are outside of my
1: yeah
0: outside of my skill (laughs) set. Well, Brian, if you had watched The Muppets, then you would have known it
2: isn't easy being green.
0: Uh, hey, hey, your dad jokes are pretty sharp so far. Oh, thank you, <laughs> thank Being you. that it's only thank you're you. only a couple months in, so
1: I don't know, I don't know. He's a little green to me. Ah,
2: yeah. Come on, it <laughs> <on>. was <laughs> the same joke. I'm not a, listen, I'm not a dad.
1: I'm not a dad here. Okay, I, I don't, I don't have it. Um, okay, moving on here. Um, so, Justice League. We're going to do a little superhero news here. Uh, Justice League. We all know the DC Universe, like their their whole expanded universe they tried to do, has not really held a candle to like what Marvel's doing and everything else, and their movies tend to not she- be great. Sheck Barrows. Sheck, Sheck <laughs> Barrows. Uh, well, one of those movies that really they tried, and it was it was basically the equivalent of a wet fart, was Justice League. Mm. Um now, director Zack Snyder ended up having to walk away from the project at the very, very tail end uh, with Joss Whedon stepping into his place and Joss Whedon adding his, his quote unquote, flair, which is a more lighthearted, a little bit more funny kind of, you know, uh, rounder edged, if you will, kind of uh, kind of movie. Sure. And uh, for, for a very, very long time, everybody has been saying that we want to see the Zack Snyder cut of the movie, which is a lot darker. It's a lot more serious. Doesn't have that Joss Whedon polish to it. And uh, for years, since 2017, people have been clamoring for this Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. Well, uh, it turns out that in 2021, on the new HBO Max streaming service, which I did find out, James, because you kept asking, HBO Max is a strictly streaming service separate from HBO. Okay. So I, I do not believe that'll be something that you get with your cable plan. With my, or uh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, they did say, though, that in 2021 on HBO Max, we will be getting Zack Snyder's cut of Justice League, which is uh, which is very, very cool. Um, I'm curious to see how different it actually is. Um, I did. I went on a D.C. binge a while back and I watched every movie pretty much except for (laughs) Aquaman, I think. Uh, But I watched every movie that they had put out up until uh, now. And um, I... I don't think Justice League was as bad as some people were saying that it was. It definitely was no Avengers, you know. That's yep. for sure. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm very, very interested in seeing a much darker, grittier Batfleck. That's that's what I'm the most excited Bat for. Flick. Yeah. Because I love Ben Affleck as Batman. You did? Maybe I'm part of the minority. <laughs> Loved him. I thought he was great. I haven't. He had shit. He had shit to work with. That was the problem. He could have been amazing. Really. They just did not give him good scripts or a good character to work with. I haven't
0: seen any any of the uh, DC superhero movies. Uh-huh. I haven't either. Um, maybe that's uh, maybe we could call Jimmy Tony and see if he wants to get caught up on those. But uh, <laughs> what from
1: the grave? <laughs> huh?
0: Yeah, from, from the, the grave. grave. Um, it's gonna be but, a like, uh, <laughs> lame. Uh... I, like Ben Affleck, always he always struck me as a weird choice for Batman.
1: Yeah. Well. I loved it. I thought I, He was a great Bruce Wayne. I'll say that. He was a fantastic Bruce Wayne. And I, I thought that his Batman could have been so much more had they actually given him a script with depth. Yet every like, like Batman V Superman, <clears throat> Batman V Superman, the turning point of the movie, the, the, the whole reason they stopped fighting is because both of their mothers names are Martha. <laughs> That's it. That's the twist. What? I, ju- I just gave it away to you. Sorry. That's the twist. I would
0: say you I would say you ruined it for me, but i'm 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 almost positive I'll never see that movie based There's, on that fact.
1: They' they're in the they dude, they're in the middle of fighting. And Superman's mother is like being held captive somewhere. and he needs to like get to her to save her. And he's fighting Batman. And he's just like, no, Martha and Wait, then Batman, sto- Batman he stops. Batman yells his he own goes,
0: mother's name.
1: Yes, because because he's like I have to get to Martha. Like he's screaming, she's going to die, basically. And then Batman stops and he goes, "Why did you say that name?" Because that's his mom too. And then they bond over both of their mothers being named Martha. Okay. And then suddenly they're friends. Wow. <laughs> Wow, I, I, I almost have to
2: see i almost have to see this for myself because that that it's, doesn't sound like something so, that somebody would put in a script so there are, there are
1: some there are some good parts to that movie don't get me wrong there are some redeeming parts to that movie but by and large it's a fucking turd it's just it's a the, wet it's just a wet turd that's oh i mean that
0: like it's just so unbelievable nobody would if their mother was in distress nobody would yell their mother's name Burb, you, you burb, burb. <laughs> Charlene,
1: J- Jugs. <laughs> I feel like when you say that, it's like a Power Ranger. You're getting like a power suit with giant boobs, like that.
3: <laughs> Jugs.
1: <laughs> no, um, you yell, "Mom, amazing. Jugzord, go,
0: <laughs> Jugzord. J- <laughs> Uh, for anybody who's not in the know, all of my friends um, call my mother Jugs Judy. You know.
1: It's because she, it's because she has a nice ass. <laughs>
0: Oh, what has
3: quarantine
2: done to us? Oh, this is how
1: uh, I always oh, am, is, Dude, this is way before quarantine. Yeah, this is this is um, just our life. Okay, speaking of speaking of extended uh, extended cuts of movies, Paul Feig is also coming out and saying that he would be very happy to share the three and a half hour cut of his Ghostbusters movie. Which, apparently, that's a thing. Um, what? Uh, as Fe- Feig-, Feig told Collider back in 2016 that his original cut of the film ran a whopping three and a half hours long. Uh, the editor's cut uh, the editors first cut was four hours and 15 minutes, and then he trimmed it down to a slim three and a half hours. Uh, he says, we generated a lot of stuff, and I always uh, want to have all the underpinnings of a big emotional story, and because of that, it just added a lot of extra scenes that you're going to go through, and, and you have to make a lot of choices. Ah, uh, to bring it down to under two hours. So there's a lot of footage, probably a lot of jokes that were not included. Yeah, um,
0: a lot of jokes. i ad- won't. I'm land.
1: okay. So we talked about this. We talked about this a little while back on the show. I didn't. This was the watch. girl
2: Ghostbusters,
0: right? Yeah, correct. I've I've never actually seen it, but I find I find Kate McKinnon and uh, and Leslie Jones both aggressively unfunny
1: as did i so here's the thing I, I mean i think we talked about this a little bit on the show before Is i actually did finally watch it yeah. i actually posted some stuff on our instagram about how they did this stupid thing where the movie was fucking letterboxed with the black bars and oh, then yeah, the special yeah, yeah, yeah. effects go outside of the black bars
0: yep i hate that it to give it fucking... like a 3d effect almost yeah
1: yes are are you trying to tell me jensen that you've seen other movies that do that oh yeah yeah like what I've that was a, th- that was the first time i've ever seen it
2: uh i'm pretty sure it's, it, some cuts, uh, 3D cut of uh, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter did that. Um, Why have you
1: seen a 3D version of Abraham Lincoln <laughs> Vampire Hunter?
2: It was my first 3D movie, <laughs> and it was fantastic. Don't hey, judge. I loved
1: it. So, so you, so you think that, so you think that what I was seeing was a hangover. Also, from stay the 3D tuned version?
0: because a Letterbox yeah. 3D version of Three Guys One Microphone will be coming out pretty soon.
1: This comes right at your face. <laughs>
0: it's not so, gonna come far don't
2: get us wrong
1: so that actually makes sense then if you're telling me that that's a hangover from the conversion to 3d or how they filmed it in 3d that actually makes a little bit of sense but why they wouldn't recut it and re-edit it for a standard release is mind-boggling to me
2: that that's what I thought too because I I saw the movie in 3d as well and it, it makes more sense because when you when that <clears throat> happens and it goes over it it gives the illusion that it's like actually going outside of
0: the screen.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, it makes that makes sense mm-hmm. when you say it that way. It never even dawned on I me mean, that it's could be still the it's
0: still kitschy though. You know what I mean? Like it's. It still, is no. It is yeah. super. It's like it's it, it, gim- it, it, it's gimmicky. Like I think it's I don't know. It's dumb to it, do with a home, home take, video
2: release. Yeah. It would take thirty mm-hmm. seconds
0: of video editing to fix it.
2: Sure. Create a new layer. Drop black boxes on the edges. That's it. Done. That's
1: it. Yeah. Done. Um, that being said, why, are, I why did, aren't you
0: making millions in an editing room somewhere?
1: Me? He's too busy making babies. I, I decided that working for a church
0: would be more lucrative.
1: <laughs> oh, been, you know, been there, made that mistake. <laughs> you,
0: you know what I just? You know what I just saw Mike do because I because I interjected one last time was go like this, <sighs> throw his hand, <laughs> throw his hands up <sighs> in exasperation.
1: I don't think that I meant to do that for what what you think I did. Uh, um. <laughs> Anyway, we're back to what we were talking about, though. I uh. did watch the Ghostbusters movie, and I went into it kind of not actively wanting to hate it, but kind of going into it knowing that I wasn't going to like it and ready to scoff at everything I thought I wasn't going to like. And outside of the that weird visual thing, I actually found myself like laughing a lot more at that, specifically at Kate McKinnon and Leslie... Um, Really, uh, Leslie Jones. Really, I found mm-hmm. myself laughing more at it than I ever thought that I would, and it was it was natural laughing. Honestly, yeah. um, I mean, I mean, so don't I get would... me
0: don't get me wrong. I've never seen it before. If I I'm not just because I typically don't find them funny. If I watch something with them where they, because I have laughed at both Ooh. of them before, it's just that typically I don't find them very funny. So if I watch something where they actually deliver like deliver good jokes with good timing and stuff. Like I'm you know, it's not beyond me to laugh at to laugh at them. I'm not straight up saying I'm not gonna watch this movie because I think Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones aren't funny, but I just typically don't find them very funny.
3: <clears throat>
0: I I don't really find them funny outside of the
2: movie. Like when I when I watch Saturday Night Live like Kate McKinnon I, I like her. I, I just, I'm not excited to see her on screen. It's like, okay, she's not that funny. She's a bit hammy and all that. Like, <sighs> I, I think she, she got quite a, I think they got some good direction from the director and all this. And they were actually like really, um, endearing characters. And I'm, I'm unashamed. I loved that movie. Like, Liam's,
1: you, ha- you like the two?
2: Yeah, uh, what was it, Liam Hemsworth uh, chris. or uh, chris, H- chris chris Hemsworth? Yeah, he was great. I, he was so funny, he was so damn
1: funny the entire um, time. Um, do you want to answer the phone? Um, it, it's in the fish tank. <laughs> 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 the phone ringing and him thinking that it was the one in the fish tank, I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> or when he's like scratching
2: his eye through the glasses because yeah. he took the lenses out. It, is. it was.
1: There were legit funny parts about that movie. Honestly, like, <laughs> I I will give it that. James, you should watch it. Do you, you have a copy? Do you have a copy bit. of it?
0: Yeah, I have. Okay, it. yeah, I'll borrow it from I you and I, watch. I bought it for like three
1: bucks, I think, from Replay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me better. let, let me borrow that... your copy. I'll check it out.
1: All right. Um. Before we wrap up here, James, what's new on Blue? What was that sound? That was my mouth. Oh, I, he, your mouth was covered by the microphone, and I saw Jansen drinking. and I thought he was like fart drinking his beer. <laughs> like, like, what is going on right now?
0: I think they call it. I think they call that butt chugging. <laughs> what if Jansen just stood up right now and walked to that back wall and proceeded to butt chug the rest of his beer? Here we go. He's doing it.
1: Oh, talents, <laughs> um, talents I never knew he had. Oh
0: wow, he's even okay, taking his pants um, off. Uh, yeah, well, the, we are,
1: we are. Well, well he yeah. Is, there's,
0: there's nothing new on Blue, baby. So just uh, okay. move along.
1: I said slow week. Uh, let's see here. Don Mancini has teasing the Chucky TV series, uh, saying that uh, Chucky has a different goal than he's ever had before. This is very exciting. I think this is one of my most anticipated TV shows coming up. Um, yeah. I don't I'm not always a huge fan of TV shows and we've gone over this as to why but I'm still very much excited for this um, let's see here there was uh, he was on a child's play watch party over Twitter um, last Thursday and uh, he uh, he provided a little bit more insight uh, to the series. I'm just going to read what he said here. Um, With this TV show, our mission has been to preserve the straightforward scariness of the original film or the first couple of films, but at the same time, continue on this ever expanding tapestry of consistent story that we've spun over the course of seven movies in 30 some years. I think fans are really going to love to see the new characters that we introduce into this realm and just to see how they came off uh, of our classic characters. Uh, not just Chucky, but some of the others that you might be hoping to see. There's a good chance they may turn up. Uh, somebody like like Jennifer Tilly, for example, already said she's coming back for it. Yeah. So we're definitely going to see her. Um, he also goes on to say, I think the prospect of seeing Chucky sharpen his skills and add to his toolbox, uh, some of the technical goodies that we have at our disposal now, that's something that I think people are going to find pretty interesting. Uh, Chucky has a different goal in the TV show than he's ever had before, and specifically something that is designed to invoke something that's going on in the zeitgeist today. My favorite part about that quote is the fact that he used the word zeitgeist. Why? Cause it's—I don't know why. Cause the conspiracy theorist in me just loves like people being—you're like, all caught up in the zeitgeist and world domination and. Wait, why does why does the? It's my favorite Smashing Pumpkins record, James. That's why.
0: <laughs> it is a
1: good but, record. But why does it's a damn good record?
0: But why does the word zeitgeist have anything to do with the conspiracy theorist in you?
1: There's a okay. There's a there's a movie called zeitgeist the movie and it's all about like crazy conspiracy theories and and all that stuff that's all it makes me think of it
0: yeah but the actual word zeitgeist has nothing to do with conspiracy theories
1: i literally just told you that it's because there's a movie called you know what shut up james we did this last week you kept arguing with me about shit last week and it was no fun to listen to (laughs) so i'm not letting you do it again this week you
0: know you know what's you know what's funny is you were you were getting bent out of shape last week about things that uh I don't think we're bend out of shapeable. Uh,
1: are you done?
0: No. Let me get on let me get into some of your other character flaws, you piece of <laughs> shit. you piece of shit. <laughs> so we're gonna take yes. a quick break. Yes, and go when ahead. we
1: come back <laughs> when,
0: we, when we come back, we're gonna be speaking about some things that are very much in the zeitgeist. <laughs> uh, I I'm hate sorry, you so Mike. Much, James. No, I love you. Um
1: Anyway, though that's it. Uh, that's it for the news. Though, like I said, slow news week this week. Somehow we still managed to stretch this. <laughs> we to stretched the first hour. We stretched into so. an hour, though. We did. So, uh, anyway, though, for real this time, though, we are going to take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about some Dick Stanley and uh, <laughs> how absolutely incredible this guy is. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. I love these movies. <laughs> <laughs> Loved them. So we will see you guys when we come back. All right.
0: Throughout this, we will see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description.
1: Alright, guys. Um, so I um after watching these two movies this week, uh, I've come to I've come to a conclusion. Yeah. And that is that Richard Stanley is the is basically the cinematic version of Christ. Whoa, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and say so that you're saying, these...
0: so, so you're saying he's a pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, think about it. Think about it. When he when he first came on the scene, right, he developed himself a a cult following, and and a, and a following of of people. Right, he was like <laughs> this new this new voice that people wanted to flock to you know, with with hardware with Dust Devil, and he was doing good. So then he started getting bigger and bigger, and then at the peak of his heightness, he got uh, or the peak of his height, he got basically killed by Hollywood. Right. Got killed. They they snuffed him out. And and the island of Dr. Moreau was essentially his crucifixion. Okay? So then he disappeared. He came back afterwards, rose from the dead with the color out of space, and now he's revered again as, like, this amazing director after having doing only three movies in his entire career. He is the cinematic Christ. (laughs) (laughs) And honestly... I think that his movies are good enough his movies his are me- movies are they are good enough for me to give him that status because not only did I love Dust Devil which was his second movie uh that's the first one that we're going to be talking about tonight is Dust Devil but then Color Out of Shape was nope, nope.
0: try again something. try again
1: <laughs> I'm sorry Color Out of Space Jeez, I'm going to say Colorado. I'm going to say Color Out of Shape I've been good this entire episode so far. That was the first time. That's because um, it's the
0: first time we've said the name of
1: the movie, and you fucked it up the first time.
0: <laughs> That's
3: that amazing.
1: Second time, but but I I, I will still back down. Um, oh yeah, no, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen again. I don't know why I keep wanting to say Colorado shape. I don't know why. <laughs> um, Colorado space though was. Oh my god. Was one of the. I honestly, God, I think it was one of the best movies that I've seen in recent memory. Color, is so good. But we'll get there. Let's not get. Let's not put the cart before the horse. Um, because we're, first we're talking about Dust Devil from nineteen ninety two. So this came out after his first movie, Hardware, which was a super low budget movie. Got uh, critical praise though uh, when it came out, and uh, then he did Dust Devil, which, in my opinion. The way that Richard Sp- Richard Stanley speaks, if you've ever seen him actually like, like speak in either a commentary or whatever, yeah. this movie is the visual representation of how Richard Stanley speaks. Does that make sense to you?
0: Yeah you you uh you actually <laughs> you actually mentioned that to me a couple days ago and I agreed with you. That's it's it's a good way of putting it because he's very. Uh, <sighs> I, I I don't even know like it, it, like it's almost it, yeah, I I would I would venture to guess that he's probably got like a like a mental level IQ. Oh, like yeah,
1: when, dude, you dude, to, when you listen to when you listen to
0: him, he's so smart, but he's also kind of nuts, you know. And Isn't so, that kind
1: of how all geniuses are, though. <laughs> eh, I guess maybe not
0: all. Would of you them, say? That he,
1: do you think that he's a savant? Uh, do you think he's do you think he's savant level? Uh. Like has that intellect?
0: I actually, I actually said this. I after watching the, uh, after watching the um, that documentary about the making of the Island of Dr. Moreau.
3: Hmm.
0: Uh-huh. Um. I think. Have I said, you seen
1: that, Jansen?
2: The Island of Dr. Moreau. No, the making no, the, the of the documentary. It's the called. Documentary uh, what the
0: hell is it called? I can't it's remember. Called it's lost, Called Lost. Uh, lost Soul. Lost Soul. Uh, no,
2: if, I. Uh, I've heard of it, but I want to read the book. I want to read the short story, then I want to
0: uh,
2: watch it, and then I want to watch it. Yeah,
0: watch watch that. Watch that making of documentary, dude. It's like it's, it's so good. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So what were you gonna say, Mike? Sorry.
1: No, I was just going to say, I think that by reading the short, by reading the story, the Dr. Moreau story first, you might get a little bit extra. I don't know that it's necessarily paramount that you read that first, though. <coughs> no, Honest, it, honestly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It, it's just one of those things where like, w- <clears throat> I like doing that. I like reading the books before watching the movies. That's one of the reasons why I've read so many Stephen King books is because I'm just sitting there I'm like, crap, I've got five more adaptations. I got to read books before they come out and, <laughs> and so, four of them
1: are the stand no. yeah <laughs> which i
2: just finished about like three weeks ago by the way fantastic Whoops. and uh so uh, that that's just kind of it's what I enjoy doing so it's it's compulsive at this point um, Well, for anybody well, else what I, listening, what i, what it's I was gonna say
0: much. that i was actually i was actually getting to a point sorry uh because you asked if he was like he's almost like a savant um, Mm-hmm. I've got, to, I have experience in the, in the, you know, like my my son is on the autism spectrum and I have a, a lot of experience with other people on the autism spectrum. I think I said this to you back when I watched that documentary and I said, he's almost like, uh, the way he perseverates about certain subjects and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, you know, like I, I can't watch a freaking documentary and, 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 yeah and make you know like make a diagnosis but there's almost that you know like you can
1: there's certain disclaimer the buzzkill podcast are not actual doctors no no (laughs) i'm saying
0: i'm saying just i'm just i'm based off of based off of what i know and what i've experienced like the way he perseverates the way he like and how he's and how he's almost like Encyclopedic about his yeah. knowledge of film and
1: stuff like that. It's there are definite clues there that yeah, that, you, that could point you in that direction. I completely agree with you. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's just he's so he's such a fascinating dude though. Like he it's like everything that he talks about, he just sucks you in. Even if what he's talking about doesn't even interest you, you're kind of sucked into to what he's telling you. Right. And I think that's a good, that's a good way to describe this movie because let's let's be completely <laughs> honest here the acting in this movie is doesn't is not its high point no you know this movie is not the great it's not acted not winning any awards put it that way right. um a lot now some of that has to do I think with language barrier as well with, with super heavy accents and whatnot and maybe maybe from a. US perspective you know we can't get into it as much because we're not used to hearing certain dialects and this and that that's very possible because the guy that played the uh, cop um, uh, Zax moke, uh, he played. Uh, he played uh, Ben. Uh, ben Mookrub. Mookrub. Um And he's got a super, super heavy, thick South. Uh, See, I, didn't, I didn't, South African. I didn't accent. have
0: too much of a problem with it. You, you said. You said uh, because the the version of this movie that we were given by uh, Chris Jordan was the the final cut version. You said yep. you can't. You you don't have the option to turn the subtitles off. And you the, said it's probably for the best because there's a lot of really heavy accents. I well, really not I, I didn't have too much of a problem with the accents. Yeah.
1: It wasn't with it wasn't with the it wasn't with the actors. It was with the narration, the narration at times in the beginning of the movie. There's a couple of points where without that without the subtitles, I don't think that I would have understood what they were oh, saying. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. As, as I had a I had a
0: time yeah, with, with it. At least
1: this movie was the most. Too. Go ahead. Uh, ahead it
2: bi- was the most like bipolar, like audio wise. It was one of those bipolar experiences i've ever had in a movie because especially during like the creepy parts and like the music and all that stuff like the audio mixing and editing was so good just really good sound design and all that the second somebody opens their mouth or the second the narrator starts just the way they they did it there was no clarity it didn't pop it didn't draw your attention to it so i find my found myself like i had to rewind Cause there's like, there's little tricks that you can do here and there. So that way, when somebody starts talking, like your attention is drawn to their voice and none of those it's things. Almost, were it's
0: almost like the voice just blended in with the score. Stuff yeah, like that. It, it so, just blended in. And yeah. so I want
1: to, I want to mention something about that, but it bears saying something else first. So real quick, so that we can get people caught up here for those of you who haven't seen dust devil, which is probably a lot of people. It's not super well known, you know, and it's from mm-hmm. 92. Um, but uh, a woman on the run from her abusive husband encounters a mysterious hitchhiker. That's pretty much the whole thing. Um, you have uh, Robert John Burke, who plays the actual Dust Devil himself. The, the Dust Devil character is—would uh, is you would you describe him as like a demon, like a shape shifting yeah. demon, basically? Yeah. The, w- okay. the way
0: they the way they set him up in the beginning, when you're hearing uh, what was his name, Joe, when you're hearing Joe's narration. Yeah. He says he he was at one point a man and then he gained these powers. They never really say why he gained the powers. They just said uh-huh. that he did.
2: Suddenly he yeah. flew.
0: Yeah, okay. suddenly <laughs> suddenly he had wings and he was able to fly and he was also immortal and he just flew around the earth and every once in a while he would he, have these I didn't
1: these see no damn wings. He drank a Red Bull. Duh. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> Problem I solved. I didn't connect
0: the dots. <laughs> and, um, and, every once, the... and every once in a while he would uh, he would take his wrath out on the earth and act like a petulant child and slam into the dirt and mm-hmm. that's basically how they set it up. Like every once in a while he just he wanted to act like a dick so he'd go down and fuck with humans.
1: I... I kind of like this the idea that there's not there's no real more backstory to the character other than basically the mythology that you get yeah. and that's it. I kind yeah. of like that cuz it keeps the character mysterious. Yeah. So you don't really know exactly what his motives are. He's just he's just kind of exists based on myth and who knows if that myth is actually true. It's just it's just the story, you know. Um so I kind of like that idea. You have Chelsea Field who plays Wendy. Wendy is the woman who's on the run from her uh, abusive husband. And she's basically she gets into her car after after a bad night and with her with her husband and she basically tells him that she's leaving and she just starts aimlessly driving to the coast. Just, just to get as far away as possible from her life, basically. Just searching. Is what I got out of just
0: it. Just searching Searching for some strange dick.
1: <laughs> I mean, she, found some, in oh, all she fairness. found some. She certainly did. She
0: found some strange dick. Uh, but,
1: it's got yeah. barbs. It was dusty.
0: <laughs> it was um, dusty. Dusty, so then and have, it had barbs. Oh Lord! Somebody so you have this the man story, a Doctor. So
1: you <laughs> have the story of of Wendy on the run, and she ends up meeting the Dust Devil, who she thinks is just a hitchhiker, and she picks him up. And there's a lot of weird stuff that sort of happens where she's like, she's in the car with him, and then she kind of gets like tired at one point, and then he wakes her up, but then he like disappears out of the car. And it's like this really weird kind of scene. I, I loved that scene. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, one second he's there and then he's not. And then you have the, um, another character of Ben who Ben is the police officer basically that he's helped me out on this. Cause I didn't fully understand where or not where, why his character was on his own. <clears throat> Was the whole department folding? Is that is that kind of what happened? Like his boss was getting forced out or something like that.
0: Well, no. What, they, what exactly they, happened? They lived. Then? They lived in a very very rural area, like which is evidenced by the fact that when uh, it, the, so it, in the beginning of the movie, the Dust Devil meets another woman mm-hmm. while he's hitchhiking. He takes her. Or she takes him back to her house, and they bang and then he murders her and that's makes right, right. makes crazy blood art all over the walls and stuff like that it's literally and
1: how every one of my sexual encounters ends. every
0: single one <laughs> every single one of them Um, but uh, Cornelius is that his name Captain uh, yeah Cornelius yes. yep. Cornelius Bayman he calls uh Ben the next day and he says we, we've got an issue out here at this at this house you need to get out here right now it looks like a homicide and did you pay attention when he's telling him how to get there
1: I did not.
0: He said that the uh, he said the turnoff is two hundred kilometers off of the such and such road. So he was like, he was the only detective within like hundred twenty six miles.
1: Oh, that makes sense. So okay. they lived. They lived in an area where <laughs> like forgot. you had a
0: you had a, a like a tiny little a tiny little uh, uh, police force, wow. basically that, policing that an area detailed. of who knows how many kilometers. You know what I mean. So I.
1: I guess I kind of forgot that he investigated the murder of that first woman. Mm. That's I think for some somehow even though I I remember it now and I know that I saw it, it yeah. for some reason that was not in my memory bank. So okay, that makes a lot of sense then. That's why he was tracking down the killer and this and that. Okay, right. So this brings me to uh, the point that I wanted to get back to, and because because Jansen, you're talking about the sound and how mm-hmm. it was a kind of a weird bipolar sound. Some of it was great, some of it wasn't. So we watched the final cut of this movie. So this was not the version of the movie that was released uh, in theaters, nor nor was it the version that was released on home video at first. Um, The original first cut of the film was 120 minutes long. Uh, Miramax hated it and produced its own 87-minute version of the movie. So they cut nearly 45, 40 minutes out of the movie. That's wow. ridiculous, um, dude. Uh, without without Stanley's permission or cooperation, this cut was uh, removed all references to the supernatural. So it was basically what? just a murder. It was just a murder story. He, so
0: point. he was just a hitchhiking murderer.
1: Yes. I've not seen that version of the movie, but that's, so the, that's stupid, what I'm getting dude. out of it. And it completely uh, disposed the uh the role of the cop so the role of the cop ben's role was almost not in it whatsoever what? he was just a tiny little bit player in the theatrical so, cut, so that which means makes no sense so that means they
0: would have gotten rid of not only ben but also joe because joe was the one who was tied to all the and uh the witchcraft joe, and stuff like that
1: joe was my favorite character in the movie I'll oh love
0: yeah, joe. yeah. I well, and he was, also, local. he was also the most important character, you know, because he, yeah. so, he ultimately pointed Ben in the right direction to help him solve the crime.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen the theatrical cut and I wanted to. I, I wish that I had time to watch both of them for this episode. But for, yeah. for the sake of us talking about it, we did the the full Stanley uh, or Richard Stanley version, yeah. you know, the way that he intended it. But yeah, can you imagine this movie without those pivotal roles? Like yeah, what's left? Yeah. Yeah. It's just a woman hitchhiking and then there's some murders and then there's a dude. That's
0: it. I don't I don't even know how you would have been able to spin it because there was there was so much there was you would have had like if you weren't gonna show anything supernatural there was so much that you would have had to cut that it mm-hmm. it would have literally made no sense
3: yeah yeah
2: I agree it it it, it made no sense even with all that stuff <laughs> 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 like
1: I'm are just you gonna... saying that, are you saying that you didn't like this movie
2: Oh, I, I did not. Oh, you did Oh, didn't? really? No, no I Okay, lied.
0: well, why don't you take over for a minute, then? Yeah. Tell us why you so, didn't. Because okay, so, I'm, so I'm on Mike's side on this. I liked it, I, I liked it quite a bit. Um, okay,
1: mark so, that down, because that's the first time James has been on my side in a while. <laughs> this, I, <laughs> Unless so it's the back
0: side, because I'm on that
1: pretty often.
2: <laughs> I thought this was going to be a classic case of James and I versus Mike, like, in the weird 90s movie. Oh, really? But, wow.
1: Yeah, but... so mind you, Jansen was born in like nineteen ninety-eight, so
0: nineteen ninety one. Come on. I'm, I'm, oh, I am almost douche. thirty. You almost. missed an entire in like a year and a month. Okay. You missed dude, an entire Kurt, year of the nineties, dude. You are scum.
1: <laughs> Kurt Cobain was dead before you learned how to wipe your own ass. Think of it that way.
0: <laughs> unless unless you were some sort of toilet genius. <laughs> you, you have you even met me? Jansen's claim to fame. He was
2: Jansen. He was,
1: was a, a, genius. He was a latr- genius. He was a latrine savant.
0: <laughs> oh Lord. Wait, you mean a latrinius? <laughs> 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 he was a latrinius. Oh, geez. Oh my gosh.
1: Oh, that sounds but, real shitty. All right, go so, on. So anyway, Hootkins, why don't you tell us uh, about this?
2: So I, I I just I didn't like it very much the uh, it, it it didn't make enough sense to me like I know it's one of those more like abstract kind of like indie sort of deals like honestly, if it was a movie it, it felt like a movie that came out in the late 60s to early 70s mm. just the kind of the way <laughs> the story was told. like if you go back and watch uh, Easy Rider. Uh, if you go back and watch that, then...
1: The, m- the movie or the porno? <laughs>
2: uh, both. <laughs> yeah, go, go enjoy both. Okay. Yeah, go or, go
0: or, or or Mike's dad's Tuesday night. <laughs> but anyways, like
2: the, the way the story was told in that, it was very much... It was more visual. There wasn't as much dialogue. It's something where you had to watch what was happening on screen. You had to watch facial expressions and all that yeah. stuff. And on it, I'm, I'm into that sort of thing, but you already mentioned the, the, the acting wasn't great. So the fact that it was a very visual actor, acting driven sort of experience, suddenly I'm paying so much attention to the fact that these actors aren't all that good.
1: See, I guess for me, you, you bring that up and one of the things I said about how, you know, I brought up this movie, I agreed with you, this movie does not have the greatest acting in the world, but I think what, was, what I was so drawn to was exactly what you just said, where you're kind of watching them not talking, uh, mm-hmm. not talking a lot, it's all in the actions, and I felt like Richard Stanley created a world that just kind of drew you in in the weirdest way, because it wasn't like there was a lot of flashy stuff. You know, it was this movie was drab. It was all sepia tone. Like it was mm-hmm. the, the, the main character basically, I'm pretty sure that Richard Stanley just gave the main character the clothes off of his own back because Richard Stanley <laughs> wears a long trench coat and a hat like that in his real life. Anyway, um, Hard. I say, you know, you know, what? I he thought did he... have the sweet bones on the back of the jacket. I thought he looked was like, sweet. I thought he looked like
0: a super handsome version of the creeper from Cheaper's Creepers. Yes, yes.
1: I actually, I actually drew that. Uh, just not a pedophile. Well, no, that was the director. I'll take it back. The oh, Creepers, a good guy. Oh, creeper's Victor good Salva. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd take, um, I'd
0: take the Creeper over Victor Salva any day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. No, but I think that actually that worked though. The 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 fact that the dialogue was at times a little bit more, you know a little <clears> bit more <throat> scarce and you had to actually watch it, that I think is what drew me into the movie more. Because it was just this weirdly visual like kind of like odd looking movie that just drew you in.
0: Plus it had like it, this like at times it had a weird like spaghetti western feel to it. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And then yes. other and then other times like just weird trippy like like you were probably doing acid when you directed this part of the film sort of feel to it. You know what I mean? Like it had so many different elements to it and so many, so many different styles, but it was, I I felt like it was shot really well. Um, especially for, you know, especially for a film that was when he was still pretty new to the game. And, uh, mm -hmm. and, uh, it definitely had its it definitely had its holes like there was you know it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination but I don't know overall I I
1: think that it's exactly what it's supposed to be though like was it perfect no but I think this is like I feel like Richard's like because like put yourself in Richard Stanley's head though in the way that he sees things and like how creative he is and how kind of like his sensibilities are a little bit off kilter, you know, on certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I think that it just it works for that. And if you can put yourself into that mindset, it for me, at least, it's exactly what I expected it to be. And it's mm-hmm. exactly what I wanted out of it. Um, am I the only one that thought the dust devil looked like the bastard child of Ryan Gosling and Emilio Estevez? Ryan Gosling and
0: Emilio Estevez.
1: <laughs> like, look up a picture of him. Like, that's his, I, I kept know. seeing both of those characters. Like, in in whatever shots that I was seeing, it was like don't this weird you. smash their heads together. This is what you get, kind it, of. Uh, his name <laughs> is it? Character. Is
0: his name John Burke? What's his name?
1: Uh, Robert John Burke.
0: Oh, Robert Burke. Yeah. Okay, so who are you saying? Look, him up, saying... look him up.
1: Look him up from Dust Devil, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, I am.
1: So, he looks—he looks like the bastard child of Ryan Gosling <laughs> and Emilio Estevez. No, you're not right? wrong. Yeah, you're not right. wrong here. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's all I kept seeing in certain shots. It was he's, like he was uh, like, morphing between the two of them. It was I didn't—I
0: didn't realize it until like halfway through this movie. <clears> but he's—I'm—I'm I'm one of the very few people in the entire world who like the. Uh, The Stephen King, uh, the uh, adaptation of Stephen King, uh, Stephen King's *Thinner*. Okay. Have have you ever seen that movie? I have seen it. Yeah. *Thinner*. I'm. Do do you like? Do you like it? Because I, I, I I just. I thought it was okay.
1: I thought I thought it was like in 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 on the grand scale of good good to bad King adaptations. Yeah. It's a five. It's right in the middle for me. I
0: I think it's because I I grew up watching it. It was one of those movies that I I used to watch all the time when I was younger. Um, mm-hmm. but this is the same dude from Thinner. He played the. Oh, okay. uh, he's the okay. fat guy who gets thin. Um, gotcha, gotcha.
1: Yeah, he was actually I. In a, he was actually in a lot of other stuff too. All of these people were actually in a lot of stuff, if I'm not mistaken.
2: Um. Oh my goodness! Yeah, look at that. Yeah. They, <laughs> oh, oh my! Oh my good! Oh,
1: oh my! Oh, oh my dear! <laughs> oh, oh my! <laughs> like um, my, the chick, like the girl Wendy. She was the. Uh, she was Tila in Masters of the Universe. I don't know if you guys grew up watching Master of the Universe like I did. Masters of the, the Universe. Yeah, she was the the chick that came with like He-Man and them. Oh,
0: she came. Oh yeah. yeah, she she definitely. She came was also. With He-Man.
1: She was also in uh the Commando, but I don't think she was a big role in Commando. But yeah, she's oh, been Ro- in stuff.
0: Robert Burke was also RoboCop in RoboCop three. Yes, yes, the oh, worst,
1: yeah. the worst of the Robocops. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah. Movie. About that one. Overall, overall, though, like I, th- I don't know. I thought this movie was pretty cool. It was. It it was it was it's not necessarily a horror movie, you know what I mean? It's
1: it's no, it's not outright it, it horror. Has, it it has genre line.
0: elements, of course. When you start getting into like the supernatural side of things, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be you are going to have genre elements, but it's it's more of like a like a manhunt. Like who done it cat like a manhunt who done it from the from the uh perspective of uh of what the hell is his name? Of um like cannibal Ben. Man. Oh. <laughs> of Ben. And then and then and and then and then from the perspective of uh of um Wendy and the Dust mm-hmm. Devil, it's like a cat and mouse sort of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the um, Ex- except the for at, except for at one point the cat fucks the mouse. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, I mean, <laughs> I've seen weirder. The um the the one thing that I kept getting from this movie, and I was I was trying to tell Jansen this when I, when I was dropping the movie off to him. Did you get a lot of like Lord of Illusions slash Clive Barker tones from this movie? I did. Like it was just kind um, of like gross and dingy. Kind of like that, like Lord of Illusions, especially was, and I kept getting vibes of like something like that, kind of, sort of, but way more like drama, like a drama version of a Clive Barker movie, almost. I don't know. Kind of like kind of the tones that I was getting from. It. I'd I don't have know.
0: to. I'd have to go back and check out Lord of Illusions. I think, like, just to see what you're talking about. It's been, it's been a, it's been a while since I've. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
1: Okay, no, that's fair. I just Yeah, it's I don't just know. like I I, 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 I picked out. Yeah, I
0: trust you on that. I just I don't I don't know, I'd have to go check it and out.
1: The last thing that I want to mention before we move on is so the first girl the Dust Devil uh <coughs> like has sex with snaps her neck mid-coit and then paints the room with her blood. He then lights the entire house on fire afterwards, Pretty good which, Friday which, night, which 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 I mean, hey. Um <laughs> What a waste of good art, first off. You (laughs) just do all that beautiful work and then you just burn the house down. That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) I was like,
0: man, this is pretty dope. And I was thinking to myself, I was thinking to myself, (laughs) (laughs) if I ever was a psycho killer, I would definitely be the type of psycho killer who paints like cryptic blood art artwork all over the walls. Just because that's more I mean, badass than anything else. You could be right? like
1: that, you could be like that one chick that paints with her uh, menstrual brain. No, no. You ever no. seen that? <laughs> you ever <laughs> <Yeah>. seen that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but my point, my going back to this though, my, my point was when uh when Ben shows up, they're taking pictures of the body remains and all that. And I had like sudden flashbacks while I was watching this movie. The photographs they took, the black and white photos of the charred body. Uh uh-huh before they brought it back to the morgue and were checking it out, looked exactly like the black and white photographs they showed in that fucking spontaneous combustion <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries episode. I knew that's talked, what
0: you were going to say, dude. We've
1: talked about this before. I have nightmares from that. Not anymore, mm-hmm. but I had for years nightmares about that episode. And so like, I saw those uh, those photographs, and I was like, oh, this movie's fucking with me already. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, getting under my skin. I and I time. know that I know
2: I started off by saying like I don't like it, but I do have to give it this credit. The sound design was really good. Like the noise, the like demonic creeping noises that mm-hmm. were happening throughout yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Loved them. Like they yep. sucked me in. I I was like, I want. Uh, it, it was so atmospheric and it sucked me in just through the noises it's just that there were certain moments like when the cop w- got upset at the dude because at the uh husband it was like oh your life's bad well my son died and like the way yeah. he responded was just yep. so poorly acted like it was literally just that that it, whole that whole side story
0: with the dead the dead wife and kid too were weird almost really yeah they seemed, that almost they seemed didn't a need to be there
1: i agree now now mind you jansen now that you know that those parts were cut out and they were only recently added back into his final cut, think about the music and the stuff that you're having a problem with. Is it is it the finished stuff that was in the theatrical cut, the stuff that you like, that actually got the attention from the studio and they put the money behind it and everything else? Whereas the scenes with the cop were added back in way later, they might not have had the budget to finish everything out, so maybe that's why there's those this discrepancies in the sound.
2: I- I liked it enough to where I think I, I'm i willing to check out the theatrical version and discuss it.
1: You should. I'll let you borrow it. Yeah. I, have, uh, I have like three different parts <laughs> of this movie because I have like a of giant course. burned box set of this. Hey, um, I of did, I'm I just, not the one that I spent like it. $100 on it. My buddy did. I, just, just, I just have
0: to it. ask before we, before we move on to the next movie, did either one of you guys because they never went back to this in the movie at least I don't think they did. Did either one of you guys notice when he was when uh? The first woman in the beginning of the movie who picked him up while she uh-huh. was, well, they were hitchhiking and then they go back to his house, her house and he disappears and then he shows up inside the house and that doesn't freak her out at all for some reason. But when they're having sex right before he kills her, they pan over to like a full length mirror. Mm-hmm. There's another dude in the room. Did you notice I that? I,
1: I don't think I noticed that.
0: When they pan over, you see him and the girl is like on top of him riding him, and there's another guy in the corner of the room with like a goatee just sitting there. Really? And then he snaps Why does that make it ten times creepier? And then he snaps her neck and they never go back to the they never go back to it. They never explain who that guy is.
1: Well well, in all fairness, before we before we get hop on the creepy train here, I don't want to turn off any of our fans that might be cucks. Because some people are into that, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, too yeah, each their no own. Sh- there's no shame in that. No, no. You want you want to see your old man or your old woman get get railed right in front of you? That's totally your business. Um, there's power, in Cuck your it place. up, you fucking cock. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I did not live notice your that your though. Dreams, I was man. I I'll be honest with you. I was I was I was watching the coit. I was not paying attention to whatever else was going on in the room.
0: I was also so, watching the quay. I was also noticing that the uh, the dust devil looks looks like if given oh. the chance he'd be into ass play because what if, he definitely what had if, his finger like. For for a movie sex scene, he definitely had his fingers up in her butthole. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> wow, dude, that's pretty, that's pretty ballsy, it's considering it's you're on aggressive. a fucking uh, a, a movie set." But no, and James, then it's I ballsy. saw this. I saw, handsy. huh? Not oh, ballsy. handsy. Sorry. <laughs> and then I saw this goatee. I saw the. I saw this goatee in the middle of the room. So I actually rewound it, not to see the sex scene again. Well, the first three times I rewound it was for the sex scene. The fourth time I go, "There's a fucking dude with a goatee sitting in the middle of the room over there."
1: What if this they never said movie anything about him? Is called the Dust Devil because there's a dude with a goatee with an upper lip duster, <laughs> and he was the Dust Devil. And the whole and, movie and is he was com- actually and named for him. He was compelling. <laughs>
0: he was compelling this poor schmuck to to kill people. But really, the Dustbuster Devil was the fucker <laughs> behind the whole thing.
1: <laughs> I think we, I think we just broke this movie we down. I the think code. we just figured it out. <laughs>
0: cracked it. You heard it here first.
1: <laughs>
0: oh All man! All right, that
1: was Dustbuster. Uh, That's devil. the
0: Dustbuster Devil from 1990. <laughs> who cares? Sure. Uh, uh, 1992.
1: Overall, okay. Overall, I actually really like this movie. I would recommend it for people to check out stanley's earlier work i guys... like
0: it it's fucking it's weird and it is a little slow i'll admit that it's it's mm-hmm. definitely it's definitely slow moving but it's interesting yeah i'd get c-minus walking into the conversation c-plus walking out there we go that's not bad up the grade fair. a little that's bit firm. up the grade we did
1: our job we did our job or it was just peer pressure either <laughs> work peer pressure, peer pressure yeah that's why okay, i do with so... the drugs so 20, <laughs> 20 years after, uh, after he made uh, Island of Dr. Moreau, or at least started to make the Island of Dr. Moreau, uh, he disappeared. He ran into the woods. There's a whole documentary about it. Um, he disappeared into the mountains of France. He's lived there ever since. Um, and then in 2019, Spectre Vision, you know Elijah Wood and company, they somehow managed to talk Richard Stanley. Out of uh, his self, uh, you know, self-imposed exile in the 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 mountains of France, and they convinced him to come back and do the color out of space, mm-hmm. which which was a movie that he had actually been trying to get off the ground since 2011. So they. But he had gotten turned down so much. I don't think. I think that he was reluctant to believe that anybody was going to actually give him the funding to make it after all this time. Yeah. And um, they went out there. There's a there's a making of on the uh, Blu-ray disc that I have, mm-hmm. and they actually show one of the uh, other SpectreVision guys. They actually go to France to his house to like present him with the papers and everything to like coax him out and be like, "No, we really want to give you <laughs> the money. Like, we really want to do this." Um, and uh, it's it's kind of a cool story this there's there's got to be an entire documentary's worth of story in in just the uh the story of getting him out of out of his exile if you will you know yeah. what I'm saying? and coming back like i would love to see that um but yeah colorado space uh, it's adapted from a hp uh, lovecraft uh, novella of it's a novella right
0: Novella, short
1: fu- story. Say it's, it's. not a full length novel or anything. Okay, uh, novella of the same name. Uh, it's a secluded farm is struck by a strange meteorite and uh, which has an apocalyptic consequence for the family living there and possibly the world. And this, Basically, this
0: particular short story, if I'm not mistaken, is H.P. Lovecraft's favorite story he ever wrote, isn't it?
1: Oh, really? I did not know that.
0: Jansen, do you know that? I'm Can not you sure. weigh in on that? I I believe it's his favorite story.
2: I have. I don't know. I try not to. Uh, I try not to pay too much attention to H.P. Lovecraft's like personal life and who he has, who he is as a human being. I don't know. He's, he's seemed, kind of a scumbag.
1: He seems like an upstanding citizen to me. Oh, oh
2: <laughs> upstanding citizen that hates Jews and black people.
1: Uh, <laughs> nothing. No
2: comment. Uh,
0: you no. actually, you actually <laughs> cut out. I actually, I didn't hear the joke. I heard people.
2: I said he's an upstanding citizen who hates Jews and Black people. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: him and him and Walt Disney could have joined a club. In all fairness, <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that so club I is honestly, called the Nazi Party. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I try to spend as little time paying attention to who he was as a person as possible because it just makes me like his stuff less. Yeah, it, it's, it's like oh, he's gross. I don't want to uh, touch his stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's one of those situations of can you separate the art from the artist? Honestly. Yeah. And, and in some cases, some cases are easier than others. I think that with time, it's easier to separate it a little bit, you know, and mm-hmm. Lovecraft has been dead long enough to where I think a lot of that, the, the badness has kind of melted away and his, you know, his, uh, his art has stood the test of time, not his personality, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, so take that for what it is. I can definitely understand people that can't get past it though. Cause you base, it'd be, it'd be like saying that, you know, you know, Hitler, Wrote really, really good poetry. If you can just separate the man from the art, right? It's like, eh, <laughs> that's a little harder to do. Um, but uh, I, I don't remember
0: HP Lovecraft killing six mi- million Jews, but
1: uh... Uh, six, six, and it was and it was six. muse, <laughs> it was Muse in Pokemon oh. that he killed six Muse. That
0: bastard. <laughs>
1: Uh anyway Idiots. though, uh yeah, some so this is a movie from, it's from 2019, it's from last year, uh starring the one, the only, the incomparable Nicolas Cage. Who? Doing his greatest Nicolas Cage impression ever. <laughs> yes. Who uh what? where he actually did sort of have that that voice a little bit in parts of the movie. Um, he really did. That's, he plays uh, the dad, that's, Nathan. That's because it's his real voice. <laughs> so Nicholas Cage plays the dad, Nathan. Uh, Jolie Richardson play or Jolie Richardson plays uh, Teresa, the mother. You have uh, Madeline Arthur who plays Lavinia, who has the most interesting name ever. Apparently, that's from another Lovecraft novel. Uh, Lavinia. Novella. Yeah. Apparently, she's named after another character in the Dunwich Horror, I believe. Oh. I have not read it, so I don't know that for sure. It's just what I read. Um, and then you have uh, let's see here, Brendan Mayer, who plays Benny, uh her brother, followed by Julian Hillard, who plays Jack, the littlest brother. You then have Elliot Knight, who plays the guy named Ward. Ward is the hydrologist, which I didn't even know that a hydrologist was a real thing. Apparently it is. There's water a, scientist.
0: There's an a uh, gist for just about everything.
1: Yeah. You okay. Know what I that's mean? Fair. That's yeah. fair. Uh, what about a? Is there a beeragist Beerologist. Beerologist. Beerology. Ooh, yeah. Beer, uh, yeah. That sounds yeah. way smarter than beerogist. <laughs> beerogist. <laughs> anyway, though, uh, Ward is a um, an hydrologist who is basically studying the water. <clears throat> Excuse me, the water. Oh, what was that? He, he was basically hold,
0: studying what? <clears> the <throat> <laughs> water. James. Water, James.
1: Um, because the mayor wants to basically turn the whole area into a man-made lake to supply fresh water to people i guess so it's turn the into a reservoir yeah yeah the, the mayor's a bit of a shitbag in all fairness she kind of sucks oh, Yeah. yeah. Um, th- doesn't care about anything other than like her profits and her bottom lines and <laughs> there's a there's a deleted scene where she's actually trying to tell ward even though he's f- he's found that the water's contaminated she's like this is because we're not paying you enough isn't it like trying <laughs> to buy him off even well. though the water's contaminated yeah, um, and then you have the the incomparable Tommy Chong, of Cheech and Chong fame, oh. playing Ezra, who was was, high, was the highlight of the movie, in my opinion. <laughs>
2: oh, he was so good. He, was really good! he had fly nails; those were pretty as crap. <laughs>
1: I've I've decided that uh, Richard Stanley loves the crazy weird dudes that live off into the woods that know about supernatural <laughs> things, and <laughs> well, that's
0: that's that's because that's what Richard Stanley is.
1: That's true. Except pretty for, in, pretty much except is, <laughs> except for <laughs> instead of
0: being in the woods, he lives atop a mountain, with the woods it's down a, below. It's
2: and everything he wants to be.
1: Let me let me ask you guys a question. Do you know what Nicholas Cage and Richard Stanley have in common in their personal lives? What? They have both searched for the Holy Grail. <gasps> I have a, true story. Where both both of them. <laughs> Richard Stanley has gone on expeditions looking searching for the holy grail. Tell it me doesn't, that it doesn't it shock does, you. That doesn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, whatsoever. he's a freaking weirdo. And it doesn't shock me that Nicolas Cage has done it either. They're Nicholas both
2: Cage also it already has like he built a pyramid in the most historic New Orleans cemetery for him to be buried.
1: That's amazing.
2: <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, like th- he's literally going to be buried in a pyramid.
1: Yeah,
0: in a pyramid or underneath. Th- is it is it, it is it like it, a headstone it, uh, or it's like a full on?
2: It's it it's it's not huge, but I'll send you pictures. It's, like it's amazing. Like don't get me wrong, I love the dude, but and I love that he's so weird. It's a sandcastle yeah, on a
1: grave, isn't it? it it's just uh, a little sandcastle. You know, I
0: <laughs> I'll send you guys pictures I think, that I took. I think I was that's there. awesome. Why don't more people do that? They used to. They, they used to do it. They used to do it for people back in the day. Why, like, why not be bar- <laughs> why not be buried in a pyramid? That's right. Like, huh? like two thousand BC. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, just just because just because just because four thousand years have gone by, why do we have to suddenly not be buried in pyramids? I think it's if it ain't, if it
1: ain't broke, don't fix it, right? Yeah, exactly. I love it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think I think more people should do it. Buy a nice piece of land, build a pyramid, and that's where your body goes after you die.
1: I'm into it, dude. I'm into it.
0: You know what I mean? Uh,
1: okay. So they uh so tell me there's one thing about this movie that I was a little bit confused about. Okay. Did they come from money? Were they was this supposed to be modern? Was this supposed to be not like it was the the like oh, they, they did not frame this movie in very understandable terms to me like I didn't know exactly what we were looking at because Did who
0: come from money? The gardeners?
1: Yeah, because like on one hand they're kind of living out in the boonies, the house isn't necessarily huge, yet the daughter has a horse. Horses are not cheap. You know, they're living this sort of really modest life. But well, the wife has this high tech uh, internet connect, not high tech, I guess. But you know, but she's like working on the internet with modern technology, even though they're living this very rural lifestyle. Well, like, they used there's to, a they, lot of juxtaposition. They used
0: to live in the city, and they moved out to his family's old farm. Okay, where he always said he would. He Th- said he would, he would he never. Would, d- yeah, he said he would never live there.
1: He got it from his dad, right? Like his uh, dad yeah. died, and then they inherited the house. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because as it,
2: far as like the wealth goes, uh, the mom is something crazy, like a wealth management sort of person. Yeah, like she, Yeah, she keeps person.
0: going and doing meetings uh, over the internet where she's talking about yeah different.
1: So she's the breadwinner. Stock trading getting, numbers and stuff. That. Yeah,
0: exactly. Gotcha.
1: Okay, because okay. he's
0: too busy with the alpacas. Oh my god, dude! Listen,
1: <laughs> you haven't lived until you've been to an alpaca farm because they're fantastic. I've been to at least three in my life. They're the animals <laughs> of the future. That's
0: a, that's a. I guess that's a cool thing to Wait, put, three? put in Wait. put into your book of accomplishments. I have. Do we a, need to unpack this. Yeah, have, I have you, a ever, cousin. you ever heard of an alpaca farm? I've been to three of them.
1: <laughs> I have a I have a cousin that raises alpacas. Just putting that out there. And they, family, and they make socks. family family of the future over here. Okay. Just just saying.
0: Do they milk them?
1: <laughs> I don't know that they milk them. I do have socks made from them though. <laughs> they're great. Um anyway though. Uh yeah, so they're living this this basically life, you know, uh life out in the in the boonies now, uh this the quiet life, you know, even though the mother is still kind of going crazy with her uh her job still the daughter is alexandrian Wiccan we come to find out which I'm very confused as Those are how two Ward, different things uh so I looked it up earlier because everything that, I know oh. I know what they say I know what they say in the movie I mm-hmm. looked it up online though and apparently Alexandrian is just a type of Wiccan and for them in the movie they basically are is that she was she said something and he goes is that Alexandrian or is that Wiccan? And everything that I read, there, Alexandrian is Wiccan. It's just like a different version of Wiccan, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. You know, kind of like how there's different versions of Christianity, I guess. Like think, I mean, that, that's a very broad way of putting it, but like, there's different versions of of Wiccan. Like there's hedge witches and there's Alexandrian witches and there's different stuff. Um, I don't know. I uh, <laughs> I never understood how Ward. Knew the difference between the two. They never really go back to that. I was expecting there to be a turn with Ward's character because he knew about like witchcraft or something like that. Like he knew the difference between the two different things. And she I thought to, that was she, foreshadowing. of Yeah, some sort. I did because she was impressed by it at first, and they never went back to it. And I kind of thought that like maybe I think he it was just supposed to be one of those things. Or,
0: or I think it was just supposed to be one of those things in passing where he had a a a small amount of knowledge about it. Uh-huh. But it, but enough to impress her in the moment. You know what I mean? Fair. Yeah,
2: it it seems like the 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 icebreaker that was required because that girl she had walls twelve feet high because yeah. like she's just a strange character sure. in general. It was which yeah,
0: like he he read the room and he realized that he he realized that uh, the only thing that was gonna get through to her was knowledge of some obscure topic like what kind of witchcraft she was practicing.
1: Well, and it's weird too, because what? How old was she supposed to be (laughs) in the movie? The daughter. Excellent. I I thought maybe. I thought. See, I was thinking between like around seventeen, give or take a year. So eighteen would work. But I could even see sixteen. Quite frankly, she looked young. Um, I mean, and he is. If he's already a hydrologist, which means he's already had a lot of college, he's got to be at least in his mid twenties, if not later. I mean, Stop robbing the cradle, dude. That's all I I'm mean, saying. I mean,
0: how long do you have to go to college to become a hydrologist? What's I that drink look? Water. What's What's that look like? Hey, I uh, drink water. Hey, I'm a hydrologist. Hey, hey class, we're, today we're going to learn uh, about water. This we're is we're going to change a we're going to change a Brita filter. This This today. is water. <laughs> this is water. Your body's made out of it. You drink it. It's refreshing. Here, here um, Here's your diploma. <laughs> Yeah, right. That's it. You're a hydrologist I was, now.
2: <laughs> I just thought it don't, was weird. Don't put bad things in here before you drink it.
1: <laughs> I just thought it was weird because he seemed like way older than her, so I thought that was kind of a weird. Yeah, it was kind of a weird playoff well, characters well, that they were t- doing. To
0: be fair, he never really he never really came onto her. She said that he mm. was cute.
1: He that's true. You there was a little bit though. There was like a little the, the bit. The mom of,
2: was being weird about it. Like when yeah, he, the, like when yeah, came the mom the was house. the weirdest
0: about it
1: right yeah. after the, she, the the mom day goes after
0: the... the mom goes you were practically throwing yourself at her and she really wasn't <laughs> like she just <laughs> like okay, she just boomer. went out and talked to him <laughs> she was wearing a short skirt oh she come was on we- oh <laughs> there was i was she goes look at you she says something well what do you think that you're saying to him with what you're wearing i was like oh it doesn't apply with some groups <laughs> of a, people these days what a bitch <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> um, boomer
1: yeah right. Um, no, but like when when the day after the me- the meteor hit and like the the um, the mayor's coming around or whatever, and the press is coming around, uh, Ward comes back around and he walks up and he's kind of like 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 stuttering over his words with her too at that point. So there was a little bit there where he was kind of seeing her again and being taken aback a little bit. Yeah. I just thought it was a weird. I just thought it was a little bit weird. Now, granted, yeah, I found it weird too. She was she was cute as a button in all fairness you're you're gonna you're gonna accuse him of being weird
0: and then in the same breath say yeah granted she was was super cute
1: she was 22 when she made this movie so i can say that but she was portraying somebody way younger Uh, (laughs) oh dude she has big fucking eyes you know i like that yeah i know
0: (laughs) well if you're if you're going if you're gonna if you're gonna go off of the hp lovecraft uh um short story novella whatever you want to call it i believe that i believe the only child who they say uh, their age is the middle child who's 15 right
1: uh yeah the the son and the, the middle,
0: middle ch- and the middle child in the movie would have been the older son which which means she's the oldest of all the children, so yeah. she's, she's yeah. definitely older than 15, so
1: there you go, Mike. Okay, let's stop pining <laughs> over the underage daughter. Um, <laughs> uh, you're the only one doing that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. What do, what do you want from me? I, uh, I'm single and I'm on lockdown. Um, okay, so <laughs> let's get to the purple, shall we? can we dig to the heart of the purple here (laughs) let's dig to the heart of the purple get real deep in that purple so so this meteor hits outside their house and almost immediately things start getting strange this meteor is sort of uh it's giving off this weird like vibes like weird plants start growing the ground becomes super fertile and these weird plants start growing you get like vines that are growing up the sides of trees that are like purple everything's Getting taken over I, by whatever's coming off. This I moment. thought it was
0: really cool too these the purple the purple vines that were growing up the tree. I mean, like if if you if you talk about if you talk about h p lovecraft, one visual that everybody uh if they know anything about h p Lovecraft, one visual that pops into your head immediately is tentacles yeah and so. and I loved how when they showed the the vines, they're pretty innocuous looking because they're just these beautiful purple vines, but at the same time, the vines and the pink flowers that were growing out of the ground, if you look closely at them, the petals of the flowers and also the like the tendrils of the vines looked like uh, tentacles reaching up toward the sky. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really... Cathulicals? Cathulicals. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I thought, that was, um, I thought no, that was cool. No, for sure.
1: For sure. Um, yeah, so the, one of the coolest parts of this movie is... Uh, I think it's the is it the night of or the night after the meteor hits. There's an electrical storm, and all of this lightning is drawn to the meteor, Mm -hmm. and like the the whole family is kind of watching this lightning just striking the single place. Like it's drawing the lightning in from the atmosphere, and I thought that was such a cool visual. Yeah, Um, Yeah, and speaking of visuals, fucking this this movie knocked it out of the park in terms of the not only the digital effects or not only the uh, practical effects, but the digital effects, like Mm -hmm. everything was perfect in this movie. It was such a perfect blend of the two. Yeah. Um. And I'm so happy that Richard Stanley came back. He came back after all these years using technology that, I mean, the only thing that he's made in his 20 year absence were a couple of documentaries and you don't use any of that technology in little doc- documentaries that he's right. made, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so here's a guy that's been away from the business for 20 years, and he's stepping into making a movie using all this brand new technology, and he just knocks it out of the fucking park. Like, mm-hmm. that's incredible to me. This you know,
0: was, um, this was I I think I said to you guys uh, off air earlier. I don't remember if I said it off air or on air, but as far as an HP love cra- like. HP Lovecraft stories are notoriously difficult to try and translate into film because mm-hmm. uh like the the um the magnitude of like what characters in his stories dealt with as far as creatures and uh like just cosmic you know, like this cosmic it's very universal like HP Lovecraft had emotional what's that? And oh yeah emotionally. yeah emotionally too absolutely like for and and i would say that this this is probably the best hp lovecraft hp lovecraft adaptation i've ever seen on film the oh, most, I would say- the I most like completely. the most successfully done the one that caught the essence of uh the original story the best I don't Absolutely. need yeah. to
1: have seen. I don't need to have seen all of the a lot of the other H.P. I've, I've not seen every Lovecraft adaptation, obviously. Sure. Um, the thing is, this though is like there is no other adaptation like this one. Mm-hmm. So you almost you don't even need to see the rest to know this is the best one. This this movie mm-hmm. stands on its own and in a league well beyond every other adaptation. Like the way, just the way that the the how do you how do you make a color menacing you know what I'm saying like yeah. that's crazy mm-hmm. and he did it Pink. and even like, even such a dick. and even
0: such a beautiful color too you know what I mean
1: yeah yeah it's yeah. awesome like <laughs> it's and he used like magenta which I guess the color magenta doesn't actually exist on the natural color wheel it's like it's mm-hmm. like not like a real color apparently I've I there's science there who science Ooh. but um yeah it's weird like the all the visuals of this movie like, they, 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 there was times where They do this thing where they're moving around when the colors encapsulating them, and it's like there's weird parts of their body are kind of like hung up in time, if you will. Oh yeah. And this is this this, this weird floating effect with their bodies, and like even just it's like stuff like that. It's just so inventive and so cool. And Mm -hmm. you know, Spectre Vision doesn't have the millions upon millions of dollars that the big studios have to put into movies. So you know, this was all done on a modest budget, and for them to achieve what they did. Is incredible to me. Like this, this movie has what was the budget? The
0: budget of this movie was six million dollars. That's very modest. That's insane,
1: dude. That's that's very modest. That's insane. Oh my god! What they were able to do Um, with
0: six million dollars? That's crazy.
1: Yeah, and so like not only though were the the digital effects amazing, the practical effects were. I haven't seen practical effects that amazing honestly since John Carpenter's The Thing. It's the only thing that I could think of watching it that I could compare it to like that, which
2: real quick talking on that. Like, I think the moment where we saw that the most was like the moment with like, uh, the mother and the youngest son.
0: Uh, oh man. yeah, I was, I yeah. was going to bring, yeah. I was going to bring that up. That, that, uh, that, like that section of the movie was so distressing to me.
1: Like, Oh yeah. Like, like when like they were combined that.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so it, it, so that came super fresh for me because uh like I talked one of the reasons why I actually talked about the vaccines and like my daughter like crying like just out of like distress for the first time.
1: Are uh, you afraid that you're me. going to absorb her? No, no. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: So, it's um, the side reason effect. why I mentioned I, that. I promise
1: you that's not one of the side effects. <laughs>
0: Thank you for your comments. <laughs> depends on <laughs> depends on what studies you read, really. But.
2: but anyways, one of the reasons why I mentioned that is because, like, it was super relevant to this moment. Because, like, I watched that literally 24 hours after the first time that I dealt with my daughter crying for the first time just because she was hurting and wanting comfort. And the way the kid was crying Dude. just hit me so freaking hard in the gut. And like just the the body horror involved in that entire scene, like I it, it that was one of the most intense things that I've seen same, on the screen. Same man, there like my
0: effort. my, I mean my kids are older than yours. My kids are five and almost or uh, five and uh, five and nine. And I was watching, I was watching all the scenes that had to do like f- when they first melted together because the. You're taking, you're taking uh, something. You're taking something so powerful, like the the uh, protective instinct of a mother to hold their child and shield them from something terrible, and mm-hmm. turning it into something so, uh, like so, I I can't even think of the right word. Just so fucked up. She's she yeah. was shielding him and holding her baby, and then it, it it turned into it turned into what it turned into, which was basically her absorbing this child slowly into her body, and like every time they would move them into a different room, you would just hear the kid whimpering and screaming and stuff.
1: There, that there was section one of the part- movie
0: was so distressing to me, dude. I, f- I felt like puking every single time I would yeah. hear that kid cry it was it was so, so hard man it was terrible
1: there was there was one thing though about that that I thought they glossed over um, so when the mom when the mom is conjoined with her son they're kind of like back to back a little bit right and mm-hmm. so and and every time they move her they're they're kind of laying on their side so the son's pointed towards the back of the couch the mother's towards the front yeah. And the kid is just crying like crazy or whatever um, they overlooked a, a very obvious solution to the, to the to the problem, which was a little bit distracting to me, honestly. What? Just roll the mother onto her back. they will shut the kid up. Oh, <laughs> you're such an <laughs> asshole. I knew something completely <laughs> fucked Just up was Just roll coming. her over. Like the cushions will suppress him. That's fine.
0: <laughs> He's Such a piece of shit.
1: <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You, you know I'm not. <laughs> no, that was awesome though. They actually had um there yeah. was a so there was like a little behind the scenes uh like twenty minute featurette on the uh Blu ray disc. Mm-hmm. I'm super disappointed that the the Blu ray disc is pretty sparse of features. Like this movie mm-hmm. needs a big box set with like I agree. It needs so much more. Oh yeah, which yeah, hopefully there's sure. not even there's there's not even a commentary which bums me out to, yeah, to listen there, no, to him this, talk about this, it. Like
0: this movie'll get the scream factory so. treatment, or something, at some point, scream Absolutely. or arrow
1: or something. Yeah. yeah, totally. Um, I hope so. But, uh, they were talking about there was a, that was all practical that 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 in the scene where like the camera is sort of at the top of the uh, like on the roof almost, and you see the the, the mom mom son monster, mom, yeah, the mom's the momster, momster. if you will, yeah, uh, crawl, ah. crawl across the ground and uh, basically attack mm-hmm. the um, the daughter, yeah, like that was all practical. There was somebody in a suit. In the momster suit, really? That was cr- yes, that was not digital. That, that was, was all pretty real. Up, yeah. Another thing that I was shocked to learn was completely practical were the uh, the dead quote unquote colorized, if you will, alpacas in the barn. Those were ah. all practical, every one of them.
0: Oh yeah, the, it was so and good. actually, they when, were <laughs> Jansen. When you mentioned when you mentioned the thing earlier, that was mentioned. one of the things I thought you were going to talk. When you mentioned. Uh, because that that part in particular was very reminiscent of the thing like w- when they have the uh, all the huskies that have like mm-hmm. melted together in the uh in in uh in in their cage in the thing
1: well that was yeah. that was so the thing too because it reminded me of the dog in the beginning of the thing yeah, yeah. You know? and
2: i i appreciate the fact that they included that in spite of the fact that none of those elements were actually in the book it just it added I felt I felt like it added a lot to the story because like it 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 included those moments where like the mother and son were melting together, which like honestly I haven't had a emotional gut reaction to that from a movie in years. And so it just it just added a lot and added a new power and intrigue to the uh uh to the powers of the color and I don't know I I loved it.
1: It was great. There there's there's very little to not like about this movie. You know, the yeah. the, the Nick Cage I here's here's one thing though that I feel about Nick Cage. Um I feel like we got to be careful about how much we're doing with Nick Cage because if you listen to him talk about his performances in these types of movies, he talks very like reverently about horror. And he goes, horror is this, is this great canvas where you can, you can just kind of experiment and you can do these off-the-wall things and this and that and blah, blah. And the way that he talks about the performances that he gives in these kinds of movies, I honestly don't know that he's in on the joke. Like he, I think, legitimately believes that he's doing something very auteur and like that he's doing Mm. something that is not the way that the rest of the world is interpreting it. And there's a there's this I I just I don't believe that he understands the reason that people love him so much in these roles is not because he's amazing. It's because he's crazy. And I don't know that he's in on that joke. I don't get the I don't don't get the impression, at least, that he is.
2: I don't think he has any idea that most of the world doesn't find him as this great Picasso-like well, artist it's, he, of acting.
1: He takes himself so seriously, which is not a bad thing. To be honest with you, it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like He takes what he does extremely seriously. If you ever listen to him talk about it, even in these off-the-wall roles, mm-hmm. he, he gives these roles the same attention that he gives more serious roles. And he's very he's very like uh he takes it like again very seriously and See, i just i'm
0: sort of i'm sort of torn by what you just said because you said you said you don't think that he understands that he's not a part of the, like you don't think he understands the joke <laughs> that everybody thinks he is i don't like I'm I'm loving this new Nicolas Cage who's showing up in all these horror movies. Uh, um, mom. Oh, I am too. Mom, mom, mom and dad and, and Mandy and, but I'm not. I'm not loving it because it's a joke. Like I think that it's
1: no, but you love it because it's that character that Nicolas Cage plays. Though he brings a certain something to those roles that you don't get with everybody else. The but problem, but though, this, but it's is not it's a, crazy. Nick Cage. It's it's this character that he plays that I don't think he realizes he's playing that character. I don't That's the I don't thing.
0: think I don't think at this point you I don't think you would call him. So the so the difference between the difference between a, a like a a character actor and a and a leading man is that the character actor tends to play more characters rather than a sure. leading man. Sure. Nick Cage is a leading man who how do i put this nick cage is a leading man who is a character you know what i mean
1: no i i agree i guess i guess the the point that i'm making though is like he's known for these off the wall nick cage freakouts and he's known for these off the wall bonkers characters that he plays yeah and i don't think that i think that he thinks that what he's doing is is something that it's not you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that he views what he's doing in a much higher regard than other people do. People laugh at him and think that he's funny. Where he's taking it very seriously, everybody else looks at it almost like a joke. At least from a viewing standpoint. And that's what I'm saying. I don't know that Nick Cage fully understands or is in on the joke that that's why people like seeing him in these roles. I guess and- I, I,
0: still do, I still disagree a little bit. Like, I don't... I don't- like i like i like the nick cage freakouts and stuff like that i but i i still don't i don't know like i'm not viewing him as a joke i used to like His, i i i definitely used to think that he was sort of a caricature but i don't i don't know like i i feel like he's kind of reinvented himself
1: but I don't he's really think reinvented that himself though as a caricature that's the thing. You, I mean, you, you bring that word up and it's, a, and it's the right word. That's, that's kind of what he's reinvented himself in these, in these genre flicks. Yeah. You know, he's not the Nicolas Cage of old. And let's be completely honest with you this might not be the most popular sentiment, but the fact that Nicolas Cage has been nominated for an Academy Award is mind boggling to me. Because where I do love Nicolas Cage, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that he can't be good. He is not Academy Award level good. He's, he's kitschy. He's he's weird. He's a weird actor. He's he's not a he's not the um, uh, 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 not, philanthropist is not the word. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, oh my god, thespian. He is not the thespian that these award Academy Award winning actors that win the awards are. And the fact that he's been nominated for it is a little bit mind boggling to me because I don't think that I've ever seen a Nicolas Cage movie where I go. Man, this guy's such an incredible actor. Like I've well, never seen that performance out of him. I forget. It was like back in the yeah. early 90s or late 80s or something like that. I forget what it was, but um that'll be a correction for next week. my point is though, is he takes what he does so incredibly seriously and thinks that what he's doing is is this this crazy like genre bend, not genre bending, but like, I, I don't know. Like he he takes it so seriously. I just, I, I fear for the fact that he doesn't get what's going on because he doesn't act like he here's, does. And I'm re- here's, here's,
2: here, here's what I, uh, here's what I think. Here's what makes sense to me. There are actors like Will Smith, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like people like that, where like they play different characters But more or less, like, they kind of, they've got a style for them. And, like, people like Will Smith, he even comes with a writer where, like, when when he's signed on as a character, his writer goes in there and writes his dialogue, or at least receives the dialogue, and Will Smith eyes it. There's a
1: lot of, there's a lot of, like, well-known character actors that do that.
2: Yes. Yes. Exactly. And... Nicolas Cage is one of those people where he's got that style to uh, to him where like people kind of look to him for this certain sort of thing. He just doesn't realize it. Yeah. He doesn't realize that's his niche and he doesn't realize that's where his success lies and or at least he doesn't put on that he does. Because like he does take it super seriously, so if he does realize it and still takes it super seriously, I'm not gonna lie, that makes me respect him so highly. Sure, Because sure. he could, because he's doing what comes
0: natural to him, and he's still taking him seriously. But I guess.
1: I just I guess hope I, that there doesn't.
0: I, I, I guess I kind of agree with Janta. I just don't. I don't see what the problem is. You know what I mean?
1: I. I well, and that brings me to my next point. I hope that we don't get to a day where he looks back at this body of work that he's put out, you know, I I hope that he doesn't come back on it one day and then look negatively upon all this body of work that he's done. Because then he like, he has this epiphany, like, Holy crap. People were just making fun of me for all of these years because Mm. of these roles where I thought I was doing something special and everybody was just laughing at me. Like, I really hope that he doesn't come to this realization someday that that's what he was. You know what I'm saying? Because that could be oh, super you just detrimental protect his heart I mean I mean that's, that, I mean <laughs> let's just that wasn't really the point but I guess so I I just don't want I want it like this I don't want this version of him to be just like the running joke, the joke. after all these years you know what I'm saying I guess that's what it is because these movies he's in like Mandy and and mom and dad and and color out of shape and a lot of these other genres like he's done I told you it wasn't going to be the last time um these, these movies are incredible in their own rights and, and we all appreciate it for it but there's so many more people that are watching them and they're just laughing at it because Nicolas Cage is a fucking crazy man like you know what I'm saying like there's just a weird like stigma that goes along with it that I don't want to be attached mm-hmm. to his his work that's all that's all
0: why <laughs> Because I
1: respect him because because I respect him honestly because i I, his, I don't know
0: well if you, if if you res- if you respect him then respect what he's doing you know like well, he I, he makes decisions I do. That he makes he the the things he does as an actor he makes those decisions consciously like he he knows what he's doing okay uh, not too... and and so he you know like it's i don't i don't think that he'll ever look back on his body of work and be like, oh man. I was a laughing stock because, first of all, <laughs> first of all, people in Hollywood are self-deluded. <laughs> they, they never look at any of the shit that they do and think that they were a laughing stock. That's true. Uh, and 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 second of all, I don't know. Like he he's, it's funny. Like he's he's reinvented himself several times without ever actually having to change what he does as an actor.
1: It's true. Have you ever seen? And uh, he's been
0: pretty successful in every phase of Nicolas Cage,
1: which is which is interesting. I'll give him that. The dude, for as crazy as he is, he always comes out on top. Yeah, always. Oh, um,
2: it. This is the first movie with him in it that I've seen in quite some time, and I'm known, uh, in a lot of friend groups for being like the Nicolas Cage guy. So as soon as he like. I like came on screen and started doing his thing. I had the biggest grin on my face. I didn't ever. know you could I mean like, I just,
0: I didn't know you could be a Nicolas Cage guy.
2: <laughs> I so like I, I have people so I lived in Chicago five years ago. It's been five years since I moved away from there. And I still have friends texting me, Nicolas Cage memes, Nicolas Cage News. Like that is my reputation <laughs> among my Chicago friends. And honestly, I love it. I really do. Every single person that sends me something related to the dude, I love it so much. And uh it was just super refreshing, because I'm going to be honest with you, and don't worry, I'm going to go back and watch it probably sometime this week, especially knowing, like, I had no idea this was, like, a Spectre Vision thing. I didn't pay that much attention, apparently. Uh, so I'm going to go back and watch Mandy, because I haven't even watched oh, that. Oh, dude, recently, Mandy was
1: so spectra vision is cementing themselves as one of the best studios right now honestly yeah. every single feature they put out mm-hmm. it's weird they're they're a company that actually gives a shit about like the content they're putting out and not just whether they can make money mm-hmm. off it right. therefore it's um it's kind of like uh it's kind of like shutter in streaming service the their every movie mm-hmm. that's on shutter is curated because the people that do it love it, you know what I'm saying. Whereas, like the the SpectreVision uh, library is is also curated because they only do movies they believe in and that they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. shit, dude. Having Richard Stanley coming out of retirement, they were the like like SpectreVision was like a laughing stock when they first started saying Richard Stanley is directing this movie because everyone's like Richard Stanley. You mean the guy that ran off into the woods while 20 years ago? Like. Was it was such like a weird thing, and they're like, no, this guy's a genius. Like you got like you guys got this dude all wrong, and he's been ostracized for Mm -hmm. 20 fucking years out of Hollywood because nobody understood the guy, you know? Mm -hmm. And then he comes back with this fucking tour de force. Like, I like this is like his magnum opus. Honest to God, like I I am hard pressed to say that. Where I believe that the movie's going forward, but she's already said he wants to do two more Lovecraft movies. Like, he wants this to be the first in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. He already is talking about how he wants to go back and finish The Island of Dr. Moreau, which I think is very exciting. Finish um, it. Well, not finish it, but like do his version of it. Like, yeah. he wants to actually make his version of it. You know, um, I feel like anything that he does in the future is going to be great, but I really, really, really don't know that he can get better than this because this movie was so good in every way, so shape, good. and form. It was like, like I said, this is this is probably already in my top five of the last decade. Like yep. It really is. It's that good. Um, mm. And so it's like, I just, I feel like this was his big magnum opus. Like his return to form is going, it was set the benchmark. You know what I'm saying? Everything from this point on yeah. is going to be trying to achieve that level once again. Hmm. You know?
2: I... I'm hoping that he, so knowing what little bit about his personality that I know, I'm hoping that he's the type where, like, he just kind of ignores other people. Because I, it, to make the movies that he seems to have created during his lifetime, you kind of have to ignore response most of the time. Because, like, Dust Devil coming out of, uh, oh what was it called, Mechanic or Mechanical or
1: something oh like Harbor. That.
2: <laughs> Hardware, thank you. Uh, so, I was close. I was, I got the gist of it. Hardware but, uh, is mechanical ju-
1: sometimes. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, just just the type of movies he made. I feel like he's he just kind of like, hey, I've got this idea, and they're like, well, what about what they said about the last one? I was like, oh, f- forget about that. We're moving on. And he definitely seems to be like that type of person. Yeah. So, honestly, I'm I'm not too worried about it. I don't think he's looking at this and being like, wow, that was so awesome. I need the matches. I think he's. I think he's already moved on. I think he's like I, I, he's probably proud of what he's. Oh, achieved. oh, I agree. But he's so focused on the next one that he's not trying to do anything. in regards I wasn't to that. referring
1: to him trying to top it. I'm just saying from a viewer from okay. a viewer standpoint. That's all.
2: You're thinking that's going to be like the the measure. Yeah stick from from,
1: from a from a viewing standpoint. That's all. Yeah, because because like I said, from a from a just a visual standpoint, this movie is so good. Like it's mm-hmm. it's like. I, I'm i mm-hmm. hard pressed to tell you any other movie that I can think of off the top of my head that even looks like this movie. You know, what I'm, like it's just, mm-hmm. it's, there's just nothing else like at it, at least in the horror genre. And that's super because rare to find something mm-hmm. that just doesn't really have an equal. Like the only equal that I can honestly say would be like The Thing and the Blob. Like those are the only two movies that come to mind that I can say are maybe equals. Mm hmm. And let's be honest, the thing and the blob were already top list on everything to begin with. Yeah. So what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. You know. Right. Uh, real quick, because we're already at two hours and almost twenty minutes here. Um, real quick, real quick here. I do want to mention a couple of things. Uh, the, right after the son basically gets uh, like he com- it gets put in this catatonic state. Right. At one point in time, and they mm-hmm. don't know what's going on. The mother is all freaking out, and my favorite part of the of of. One of my favorite Nick Cage moments in this is the son's like catatonic, the mom's freaking out, and then Nick Cage goes over and just pours himself a drink, and the mother looks at him and she goes, this is what you're going to do right now? Pour yourself a drink? And he goes, well, given the circumstances, <laughs> I, 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 laughed. I laughed so hard at that. <laughs> He's like, well, what are you going to do? Grab a drink. <laughs> I, I like how he so he funny.
0: totally he totally did the uh, the Kurtwood uh, Kurtwood Smith thing from uh, RoboCop too, you know the thing where he dips his fingers in in the other guy's wine and sniffs it. Oh yeah, it yeah. Because he can't get yep. the smell out of his nose, oh. he keeps talking yep. about how bad the yes. the Rock smells. And so, not not Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but the uh, yep. the Rock from space. And so when I'm sure f-
1: I'm sure Dwayne the Rock Johnson smells like shit after her, like a match <laughs> when he first though, goes. Did you notice that when he first goes butter, and he but. pours himself
0: the whiskey, <laughs> takes takes his two fingers and dips it into the whiskey and goes and like sniffs it up his nose to try and get rid of the uh, the smell. Did you notice that or not?
1: No, I did. I did. Absolutely. Right, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, right, uh,
1: cool. It was the drink. Was it the drink. <laughs> Jeez, what? Nothing. Go ahead. What? Nothing. Um, <laughs> Another thing that I loved about this, like, and a Nick Cageism, if you will, of the movie, there's, (laughs) there's a part where he's arguing with his wife, and he's like, "Nothing has been fucking this place up," and it was like, it's my favorite Nick Cage line of the entire movie. (laughs) 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 It was so funny. I loved it. Um, Which goes back, which goes back to, I wonder if he actually thinks that's funny, or if he thinks that he's actually being a good thespian at that point. I don't know. Uh, well, but was, I loved it.
0: Well, he was supposed to be at that point try like he was uh becoming his father. Like all the all the mm. all the weird parts Oh yeah. All, yep. all the all the weird parts where he would start talking like this and the kids were like dad's being really weird. He was supposed to be his father basically. Mm. Cuz early on in the movie oh. when they're standing on the porch and they're kissing and and he says and he says, uh, "Oh God! I swear I'd never be like my father." And then he says something like um, about him going to art school and his dad just being like, uh, yeah. uh, "You'll ne- you'll never be a good artist. So why don't you get the fuck out of my face?" I
1: actually did not pick that up, but you're, yeah. you're like every, every time he yeah. every time Aww. he starts talking
0: with that weird cadence and the weird like exactly. where he would get kind of nasally, he was imitating his father.
1: Uh, okay, okay. Or or was rather, I, almost oh. possessed
0: by his father in that instance, once the yeah, shit started it. to hit the fan.
1: Was I the only one to, not to, um, you know, we're going to talk about the ending here, so spoilers, but was I the only one that thought that regardless of what happened throughout the story, the entire family was going to end up okay? Are you the only one who thought that?
0: Well, I've I've read the story before, so... (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we've both read the book. So
1: so going into it, being that I had not read the story, I expected, because they kept mentioning the idea of time travel a lot throughout the the story, and so I was expecting the fact that, being that the family were these main characters, I expected them, even though all these things were happening to them one by one, Mm. I expected them, for some reason, at the end of it, to be okay because time travel was going to like wipe the slate clean or something you know I was expecting that and I loved mm-hmm. the fact that it was a really downer ending <laughs> quite frankly like I yeah there was not... no resolve it was, just, <laughs> yeah. it was what it was and uh-huh. I kind of loved that it,
2: it was pretty much the end like it, it was so faithful to the book like even some of the dialogue was word for word copied from well, the, the book the, the like, intro like,
0: the intro and the outro especially like the uh that um what was his name? Ward. Yep. The yep. intro and the outro were verbatim, basically the intro and the outro to the to the novella. Yeah.
2: the The reservoir couldn't be it couldn't be deep enough, but I'm not going to drink it. Like that's straight yeah. out. Oh, of was the book. it really straight okay. out mm-hmm. of the book? Yeah. And I I, 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 I need to catch up why on my I,
1: Lovecraft. I have not read well, actually, any. I've never <laughs> read a Lovecraft story, so I need to. It's good stuff. Very good. I'm a, ter- I'm a terrible horror fan. What can I say? Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Nobody hates horror like horror fans. <laughs> well, I don't hate it. I just haven't read it. Um, <laughs> are there any other parts of this movie you guys want to talk about? Is there anything I mean, else that's uh, there are on your plenty mind?
0: that I could talk about, but no. Yeah, we could sit here for another <laughs> yeah. thirty minutes if we, we want. We to. really
1: could. Um, yeah, I don't know. I want to bring something up. I'll, I want just a one-word reaction. Am I the only one that thought? That the daughter went really quickly from being innocent, you know, w- wicking in the woods to carving herself up with an exacto knife. Like that really took a turn quick.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then she she is flayed like a shake at the end. Was of that. like. <sighs>
0: holy crap i mean crap. it didn't happen like and what I did that even do it didn't happen that quick it happened after after her brother and mother melted together
1: well yeah but she looks at the <laughs> necronomicon like she's she's trying to scramble to get her stuff together and then she sees the necronomicon and she goes oh i know what to do slice 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 I should like, cut the shit well out of i think myself. she was i
0: think she was also at that point being compelled by the color because the because the thing yeah. that she had carved on her forehead lined up exactly with one of the visions of the actual planet that the color came from, so it's it it yeah. she probably See, wasn't I necessarily carving as, Wiccan stuff into her forehead. She was probably being well. That
1: wasn't Wiccan. That was straight like satanic, like that was like Lovecraftian satanic at that point.
0: Well, whatever. Um,
1: but the, well, I bring that up because the reason that I took it is that was I thought she was doing it to protect herself. I like, think she was carving and protection she, spells.
0: I think she thought she was too. Okay. But I think what what was actually happening is she was being compelled by the color itself to do what she was doing.
1: Well, what I hope is that this is an Easter egg for what is to come in like Dunwich Horror and whatever other Lovecraft movie he does. Like I hope that they expand on that more. And so when you look back at this movie, Mm -hmm. You go, oh, now I understand what that means, or Mm. now I understand, you know, I kind of hope that those are just kind of seeds that are planted, because that would be actually very, very, because they don't really go back to it. She carves herself up, and that's it. They don't really go back to it, so hopefully that's just what that is.
0: at the end, when she's, because she's the only one who seems to uh, keep her wits about her throughout the entire thing, like the entire, Mm -hmm. the entire family either goes crazy or gets melted together or uh, crawls into a well and dies. Like She's the only one at the end who has any control over her mental faculties.
1: But is that because of the protection things that she carved into herself?
0: Well, I think think that the color was summoned to earth. My personal opinion is I, I think the color was summoned to earth by her originally anyway. From the from the from the spell that she was or the spell or the ritual or whatever the hell Mm -hmm. it was at the beginning of the movie to get her out of there and that's and that's why she was the one who was kind of spared until the very end. No, that's a fair point. You know what I mean? That's a fair point. Yeah. So,
1: okay, um, guys, we've been talking about this for almost an hour at this point, so uh, we gotta wrap (laughs) this up. Yep, Um, yep.
0: That's uh, that's Dust Devil and Color Out of Space. Color out of
1: space. Uh, if uh, <laughs> color out of shape. If, if you think we've talked about every part of this movie, we haven't even scratched the surface. So no. we, I would implore yeah, everyone to it. go watch this movie. Yeah, it's incredible. Definitely. You will not regret it. Um, and it's great. And um, yeah, uh, it's, it's nice to do a good movie after the <laughs> shitstorms of movies we've had lately. <laughs> yeah, no kidding.
0: Do we have what's next week? We've got cannibal. Next week is cannibal, cannibal holocaust. holocaust Green inferno. Green inferno. That'll be a fun yeah. one.
2: I both of those movies were kind of on my like I don't I'm not interested in list just because they seem too intense I might have to watch well, them just so they're I not can that bad I
1: just purchased a five disc set of Cannibal Holocaust <laughs> so <laughs> because that's what I do that's a lot uh, that's a lot I love of people eating I um, actually love that movie so Say what you will about it.
0: Yeah, so that's what we got coming up next week. Uh that's it for this week. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud at the Buzzed kill Podcast.
1: You can also find us at the Buzzkill PC on Twitter. Uh, you can also find us on all major streaming sites. Clearly, you've already found us, so please tell a friend. Uh, you can also check us out on iTunes. Uh, we don't often say this, but we're gonna start doing it. Please leave us if you like the show. Leave us a, uh, a rating and uh, some comments on iTunes. That actually helps a lot. I, the iTunes charts are some of the more, uh, you know, well-respected charts. So if you can start getting some good ratings, influential. influential charts. So if we can start getting good ratings on there, we get more exposure, you know, helps us like crazy. So if and you are listening just, to us on iTunes, And then we please, just start
0: uh, raking in the cash. Literally, negative. literally tens of dollars just rolling our
1: way. <laughs> Listen, we, I'm not even—I'm not even going to get into it. <laughs> All right, we don't do it—we don't do this for the cash, but uh, speak we do for it for your, the ears.
0: Speak, speak for yourself, bud.
1: We do it for the ears. I do—I
0: do it for the free beer that Mike provides me with every week.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even get your free beer anymore. You used to be the one that that bought the utility beer. I don't even get that anymore.
0: Hey, man, Son take it up—take it up with the governor, will you? <laughs>
1: all right uh we will see, see a protest in my future <laughs> <laughs> to the Capitol. jansen right. <laughs> with guns shoot the virus uh, jansen will... <laughs> thank you for uh thanks for joining us this yeah week,
0: jansen thanks man thank you so much you for having me this too was bad awesome you got to get up early with your kid tomorrow that's a <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's only two in the morning come on all right well that's it for this week we will uh we'll see you next week yes sir. cheers boys try to have a good night